Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's up, Gypsy Gang? We are back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast, firing these bad boys out at ya um, after a little bit of a, not like a layoff, but feels like a layoff. Uh, Isaac Butterfield joins us today on the podcast. Isaac is one of my favorite uh, YouTubers and comedians. Uh, I've seen him live uh, a couple of times. Well, tonight, I guess, will be a couple of times. Um, but we've been wanting to do this for a while. He's super busy. He's in Newey. COVID happened. No one traveled. All that jazz. Um, but yeah, we're finally getting to do it. I'm excited. Like I said, Isaac Butterfield. One of the funniest cunts. I feel like I can say that on here because we're probably going to say it a bunch in the podcast. Um, but yeah, one of the funniest cunts in the world. He is, uh, yeah, really rad dude. Been wanting to make this one happen for a while. Um, before we get into it, a word from our sponsors. Um, and then just straight on into uh, Gypsy Tales featuring Isaac Butterfield. Today's podcast is brought to you by the legends at Manscaped. And gentlemen, Father's Day is just around the corner and our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure all the father figures out there are looking daddy material this June. Manscaped's Performance 4.0 package, which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0, is the perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. This right here is no dad joke. Treat him and yourself and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. You get 20% off plus free shipping with the code gypsygang at manscaped.com. Trust me, his dad bod, potentially your dad bod, will thank you. Uh, Look guys, this is pretty much Manscaped over the years. We've been with these guys for a while and we've just watched their products get better and better and better. They literally can look after you head from toe these days. Uh, I particularly found uh, all of their products pretty useful while traveling. I just got back from the Euro trip and uh, and Manji took Manscaped with me the whole time. So make sure you jump onto manscaped.com. Use the code Gypsy Gang to get 20% off. I repeat, use the code Gypsy Gang to get 20% off plus free shipping with the code Gypsy Gang at manscaped.com. Shake what your daddy gave you. All right, we also have a new sponsor to let y'all know about. Um, kind of a new sponsor, kind of an old sponsor. If you remember all of the Cricks uh, ads that we did, at the end of every ad, I mentioned Kyle. Well, Kyle has just got himself a new dealership, uh, and he is now with Tropical Auto Group in Rockhampton. So naturally, we went with Kyle. We went with our boy. Um, so we are now 
repping the crew at Tropical Auto Group in Rockhampton. They sell new uh, Ford, Isuzu, Mitsubishi, and Kia. Um, and Kyle's got a really great plan to support the uh, motocross community here in Queensland. Uh, they've sponsored the Queensland title race uh, in Rocky in July, uh, which is going to be a great one. Uh, and they've also sponsored the Keppel Dirt Bike Club uh, Club Day, which is next weekend. So if you are in the market for a new car, a used car, ring and ask for Kyle, uh, mention Gypsy Tales, and he is going to give you a $500 voucher for MX Store uh, when you get a rig for yourself. So once again, Tropical Auto Group in Rocky. We've just got a brand new D-Max. The thing is pretty pimping. Um, little upgrade for me, to be honest. I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, and we're also going to work with one of our sponsors, CTO, uh, and do a bit of a dope truck build as well um, this year. So more on all that coming soon. But thank you so much to Kyle and the team at Tropical Auto Group. We are also brought to you by the guys at Crush Oz. You can head to crushoz.com.au. Uh, you can peruse through their entire range of cleaning products for your mountain bike, for your car, for your dirt bike. Uh, I'm using the uh, the bike bucket basically flat out um, for cleaning my bike. I do however have the big 20 litre drum um, of their premium bike wash as well so if you want to get yourself in uh, the cleaning groove with the guys at Crush just head to crush.com.au we're also brought to you by the guys at Boost Mobile you can head to boost.com.au these guys hands down are the best prepaid uh, service provider in Australia. They're on the full uh, Telstra 4G network. Um, long-time supporters of this show. It is our go-to. Um, and there is, at this point, hundreds of Gypsy Gang members that made the switch from a plan over to Boost. And I still get messages all the time uh, about the guys saying how stoked they are on that change. So once again, boost.com.au. We are also brought to you by the guys at MX Store. And the MX Store guys are running their first annual Battle in the Bush weekend, full of riding held at the legendary Conondale. Uh, you can head to their Instagram uh, or head to mxstore.com.au uh, for more information. But it is featuring not only a three hour moto relay, uh, but the third and final round of the 125cc Cup Triple Clown. Triple Clown? Triple Crown. Um, and it's also a 250 class, two stroke only. Um, and then they're also doing a 250 CC and overclass. Let the big dog eat. Uh, more information is at mxstore.com.au. And while you're there, order whatever you need to ride this weekend. Um, as it stands, I am recording this on a Wednesday. So don't know when you'll be listening to this, but let's say you do order on a Wednesday um, and you do that same day shipping that MX Store is known for probably going to get your stuff before the weekend. So once again, mxstore.com.au. We're also brought to you by the guys at Fist Handwear. You can head to fisthandwear.com. Peep that new range that they've just dropped. Uh, shout out to the uh, those snow weather gloves that kept me warm at Manji. Uh, and also the guys at Rival Inc. Design Co. Uh, who have just dropped all of their winter apparel range. Um, I had a new kit on the Gas Gas that I raced at Manji. Shit was lit. Um, those boys and girls never let us down thank you very much for listening to this episode I hope you enjoy and uh, we'll see you on the next one is the framing all good Reigns on all the cameras because Isaac's a big motherfucker I'll eat me veggies
fucking A. Uh, we rolling? Everything? Oh, Zach Butterfield, we're doing it. We're here, finally. Yeah. I uh, I dogged you last time because I'm lazy. I wouldn't say you dogged me. I dogged you. Did I you dog you. me? Nah, but I'm just lazy. Nah, that's all You're right. You're like, come to the podcast. I was like, oh, but the afternoon. You do <laughs> a lot of shit, though. Oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm always doing something, and that's probably why. Mm. Like, um, you know, I, I go home uh, tomorrow, and I know that my entire... Oh, I have to get home. My entire afternoon's planned. Uh, you know, I got uh, three videos to shoot tomorrow afternoon. Then I got to start writing for next week and stuff like that. So, it's busy, um, but that's mainly because I'm on tour at the moment. You know, yeah, yeah. But the next two months I have off, so uh, and we get married in, in in that time. So it'll be it'll be really nice and um, a bit of time off and and all yeah, that type of business. Yeah. But the last ten weeks has just been mad. We've been to America. We've been uh, all over Australia. We've done massive shows and all that type of business. So, no, it's good to it's good to be doing work. Does it feel weird after the two years? I mean, there's on one hand, it was so quiet, no touring, everything shut down, but the fucking internet came alive mm. through that time. So, I mean, for us, internet business, we pretty much could just put out as much as we could make. Uh, so in terms of like traveling and all the usual sort of stuff, dead quiet. Well, but then yeah. internally, like going hard, making shit, it was busy as fuck. I was lucky, man. I had uh, I developed a merch business on the back yep. of it, you yep. know, merch side of uh, of what I do, which was massive. Yep. And the money that I lost from not being able to perform, I covered uh, with merch. So, yep. and now I have both of both, those together, yeah. which is great, you know. And and the, and the thing with the internet. Is most people survive for two years? Yeah, um, I'm into my fourth, coming into my fifth. Is that year. is that like the internet life cycle? Apparently, yeah, okay. apparently. So you know, you see all these TikTok guys yeah, that'll come yeah. through now. How many will be here in two years? Mm. It'll be a couple, but it'll be the ones that can adapt. Yeah, you know, the ones that because uh, I see a lot of guys that they do the same sort of thing over and over again. Uh, you need to develop something. You yeah. need to like at least I have stand up which is what I started doing. Yeah, yeah. And I developed an internet game on the back of that to sell tickets yeah. to that. You know, I started with... A lot of people start um, making videos and yeah. they go viral or whatever and they get a lot of followers and then they start doing stand-up because that's how they can make money. Yeah. For me, it was the other way around. It was a means to an end. Yeah. You know, I knew that with my style of stand-up, I wasn't going to get the gigs at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival Roadshow. Well, it's or such the- like a tight-knit kind of industry too. Yeah. And it's definitely, from what I've kind of learned with like Luke and Lewis, is if you're on the outer, if you start on the outer and you don't almost do your apprenticeship in the traditional sense, you're gone. then you're not yeah. getting into those rooms. And you never will. Yeah. And so... Uh, the way it sort of works, at least when I was growing up, and maybe you're the same, when I saw stand-up, particularly Australian stand-up, it was only uh, the Melbourne uh, Comedy Festival yeah. Gala. Yeah. And that was on Channel 10 every yeah. year. Yeah. And it's not until recently that I learned that basically the way that works is all the big management companies get to pick like two people, yeah. two or three people, and they represent their management company, and that's it. Yeah. So that's not me. That's never going to be me. No. You know, I'm not fit for uh, the 8 o'clock broadcast when there's kids still yeah. awake. Although my special on Amazon is rated PG, which really? is hilarious. Really? Someone told me last night, they said, you know your Amazon special is rated PG? I was like, That's quite pretty a sure I rating. dropped the C word in the first two minutes. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, Have you watched it? Watched it. Like the on Amazon? 
Maybe yeah. they. Maybe they. I haven't watched it on Amazon, but I assume it's pretty much the same. If they yeah. cut out all the vulgar the material good, and the offensive good, stuff, it's going to be just very fucking, short. It'll just be, be a, a trailer. It's going to be yeah. It's going to yeah. be a ten minute fucking thing. Um, but that was never going to be me. So I, I knew early on that I needed to sort of grow. Yeah. Uh, and, and grow my own sort of audience and that's what I've been able to do over the last and I'm, and I'm sure you've experienced the same thing these people who are they become a part of your your, your family online mm. and, and you it's almost like a really extended fan group or friend yes. group yeah and everyone's sort of friends with each other they all can relate in a certain way because they enjoy the same the sort same of thing. thing yeah it's the same with people who enjoy like I'm wearing a Joe Rogan podcast t-shirt right so similar dude right yeah. so if you can remember 2014 like if you were on the Rogan wave back then you found yeah. another dude that listened to the oh, podcast you listen as well you oh my god yeah. Yeah. yeah it's the same thing yeah, so it's 100%. like you know, if you can get behind, uh, you know, Gypsy Tales, the Butts Mom, whatever, you know that that person so is sort of similar to you and uh-huh. you could be friends. Yeah. And that's what I love about the shows that I do is that everyone who walks in enters into a contract where they know everything that's being said on stage is a bit fucked up, a bit silly, <laughs> a bit funny, whatever. But they know it's not, most of it is not real. Yeah. It's all pretend. It's all said in the same vein that if I'm, if we're mates at a pub I'm going to say something fucked up just to make you laugh. Yeah, yeah. And I know a lot of people say you should never punch down in comedy. I think that's hilarious. I think you should coward punch, throw fucking spinning back fists, whatever you want to do, all right? As long as you're making people laugh and you're taking them away from the mundane world that they live in uh, and just for half an hour, just for an hour, they forget about their problems, they forget about paying the mortgage, their kids are doing this, this is happening, whatever. They've got an itchy crotch, whatever's going on, they forget about that and they laugh. And, and, and that's it's like, my job and it's like perspective too you know it's there's a, a way that you can address certain touchy subjects if there's a little bit of truth and humor kind of sprinkled in it's it's like uh sweetening something that you don't really want to drink you know yeah and i think that comedy is it's really good in that for like that social commentary and you can sort of you can see how fucked up something is by kind of like laughing at it and then maybe you take something away and be like Ugh kind of fucked up yeah and I mean I've got this whole bit that I do about and it's a it's a group of aboriginal jokes Mm. and the reason that it is an interesting bit is because the people that get offended by it are all white people white people yeah they're the ones that get offended by it yeah because aboriginal people know that this is particularly people who know who I am they go oh this isn't some fucking crazy racist dude yeah yeah this is just me having just being a dickhead and making certain jokes that that I find humorous and people all around the world have found humorous and they understand that it's a joke it's pretend it's not real yeah but people for some reason try to virtue signal the fact yeah. that they're so offended on behalf of someone else which is nothing short of cultural appropriation that's the real cultural appropriation uh, yeah, being yeah. offended for yeah. other people it's yeah. hilarious like, like who are you to be offended for someone else that's yeah. crazy that's been one of the craziest uh little chi- like child things that have been birthed from the internet recently is like the ability to tell people how morally sound you are and mm. and how amazing you are with like just your opinion on something it's just like hey this actually does not count for fuck all nothing and that you see it in come in waves so much on the internet is like the bushfires everyone was a fucking gonna be a, a fireman, uh, a fireman or everyone pull someone out then unfortunately same thing the floods and then you see everybody that get, it's like just Ukraine, this the flag. fucking yeah. wave of shit and it's just like people don't understand that they're just like 
throwing out these like this morality and then it like comes back in and then they wait for another thing and then they throw them yeah. and it's just like who the fuck are you trying to like what are you trying to prove well, this this is the whole thing with signaling virtue they're like mm. oh, look at me this is yeah. how perfect and wonderful i am and you should be a part of my life or you should buy my 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 business's products mm. it's the same with pride week like or pride month how many businesses change the color of their logos or whatever, but they don't do it in the Middle East? Mm. Some countries where they throw gay people off buildings oh, for being gay. Yeah. But you're not showing off how much you love um, people of the LGBT community. There. Why yeah. not? That's where it's fucking needed, you fucking twat. Oh, man. <laughs> you know? A hundred percent. Mad. Like, it's the same with Conor McGregor. It was someone, one of the Saudi princes died recently and he did this big, um, you know, commiserations really? and, and farewell and... Because he's got to play the game. Yeah. And this is what these people are doing. But just... And I understand it. I get it from a business point of view. You want to make money. And don't get me wrong. I'll sell out, right? I'll go <laughs> vegan for the right amount of cash. I'll, I don't give a fuck. I'll do hey, anything. Man. Whatever. No. I'm doing it. I'm doing it, Dixon. I'm doing it. But, you know, don't get it... Don't get it twisted that these people are doing it for a reason. Yeah, And yeah. it's not to support you. Yeah. It's not to support you. It's because it makes them money. Yeah. At the end of the day. They're not good people. They're just doing it to make more money. Yeah. And and the real difference that you make is just boots on the ground. And it's like, if you're, you know, a good example is like the floods. You get people that they go there, they put their feet on the ground where it's supposed, like where it's actually needed. And they actually do something. It's like, cool. Yeah. Like, good on you, man. Good on you. But then for the fucking million other people that just like carry on online. And then, I mean, you can't help these days with... Uh, even the way that everything gets politicized like as soon as a flood comes then you look at just like every political party that's not the current government they just start blaming fucking everyone blame. it's just like oh fuck it's a flood like it mm. rains from the sky continuously for yep. a long period like where's the political fucking problem here you know yeah and and i guess the the blaming of climate change and things like that i mean that becomes politicized and whether or not we should be doing this or that or the other you know that's an argument for another time um i think you should try to not put shit in the atmosphere 100%. but also let's not you know carry on like it's the government that's been in for four years issue yeah you know yeah, yeah. like this yeah. is this is a big problem that we yeah. all have to address over the next hundred years and if we do something today we're not going to see the benefits for it for, for 150 years es or whatever especially people that are just like this is i get one thing i always think about is like we're just born on a sinking ship yeah. like if you were born i was born in 88 like the fucking the Titanic had hit the iceberg. Yeah. When it, in in so many like areas of society, colonization. What a fucking shitstorm that is. Well, I was born in 1988. We'd well and truly hit the fucking iceberg mm. there. Mm. Climate change, you know, and people want to carry on like it's uh, some kind of. We all bear some kind of responsibility, and it's just like fuck. Do we yeah. really? Do we? Do we really I mean, need to have any perspective that like there's a you're a thirty year old, a forty, a fifty, like you're on a sinking ship, bro? You know. But then there's the issue, like, do you not do anything? No, no, no. You definitely you have do to something. do something, but but also you can't. But we argue about hate, oh, and we argue about uh, blame. Yeah. When it's like, hey, we're all we literally were all born after the kind of uh, the tipping point here to where like this is a huge problem. You yeah. Know? So there's, to me, it's like okay, there's no. I'm not to blame for colonization sure. in any country. You know what I mean? Should we be a part of a solution? Yeah. 100%. That makes sense. But in terms of playing blame and, you know, the kind of like anger that goes with it, it's like, 
that doesn't make sense. Well, I, I, I've been sort of, I've, I've said this in a couple of videos that I've made. Um, and I guess when I make a video, I, sometimes if it's political, it's almost like a statement. Mm-hmm. People would take yeah, it as yeah. a statement. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to white Australia's relationship with Indigenous Australia, I feel like at some point it needs to become like how um, the Maori mm. get on with uh, white New Zealanders. Mm. Like where there is absolute respect and you both understand that you're both a part of the same story at this point. Oh, for sure. You know, because everyone who was born as an Aboriginal person in Australia now has been here as long as I have. Mm. It's both our country and let's find a way to honour yep. Indigenous history and white Australian history, bring it together. Never forget the atrocities of the past, but at some point you have to go, okay, what Anyone can we that's do? alive now, it's not their no. actual fault. No, you know? what can we do though to, to work out all the shit that's happened? Because there is oh, enormous yeah. amounts of shit that's happened, but what can we do to move forward? Because this constant division between white and black is ridiculous. Mm. And it, but it happens all over the world as 100%, well. 100%. Yeah. And it has done for forever. Yeah. Like, you know, whether it's, um, you know, African people being stolen from their homes and, and transported to America to be slaves, or whether it's other people in, in South America killing people who are slightly browner than... It's a or whole even fucking like the, thing. the Irish. The Irish was like one of the most enslaved populations Like So we were talking about humanity. this yesterday. When, when people say, oh, it's white, white Australians who came over here, I've got Irish heritage. Mm. Uh, I've got Scottish her- heritage. I don't have English heritage. This isn't so much people, you know, from England. Yeah, uh, yeah, th- sorry, this yeah. isn't just white people from the UK. Yeah. This is the fucking English that did it. So if we should blame anyone, it's the it's English, the right? English, it's the Queen, yeah. it's Prince Philip's ghost, it's everyone. 100%. Um, but it's, 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 you know, these people, everyone's been enslaved. What the, Vi- what the Vikings did. Yeah, horrible yeah. shit. Yeah. And then everyone in fucking Denmark carries the Mongols, on. Mongols, oh, they fucking owned all of the world at one point. They raped and pillaged everyone. Yeah. Killed children. Yeah. So it's it's not so much a white thing to do to someone who is a coloured person, which is a weird thing to say in yeah, nowadays, yeah. a coloured person, but a person of colour, which is yeah. exactly the same as yeah. saying a coloured person. Um, it's not so much what white people have done, it's what human beings have done, done to, to each him. other. Oh, 100%. And like, if you look at the, the motivating factors, so you've got these new uh, group of, uh, I don't know, colonisers that have gone to Ameri- the Americas, they're just looking for the cheapest fucking slaves. Like yeah. the West Africans, they're probably just cheaper than the Irish. Yep. You could guarantee that history would look completely fucking different if the Irish or the whoever were the cheapest people that you could get. Yeah. It's not a racial thing. Mm. That I mean, I'm sure that there's some culture that gets born out of it that obviously becomes a racial thing. But that's purely just a dude looking at a fucking spreadsheet hundreds of years ago and go well we gotta go with these ones they're it the come, fucking yeah. cheap ones it comes down and, they, to money, and a lot yeah. of times they were sold it was like black uh, West Africans that were sold by black North Africans you know well, were, that was the whole thing wasn't it most, there was a of, lot most of, of them were yeah, sold by yeah, Africans yes, themselves yeah. to white people just humans being cunts to humans and that's the thing when it comes down to it the reason that we have arguments with our neighbours is because human beings are inherently flawed mm. by the things by the reason of we are human beings. Hundred percent. We're bad people, and down to the core, a lot of us are bad people. Uh, but either it's well hidden, or we become good people as we grow. And I think that this constant division that is created by people in the media and, and politicians 100%. and it's just so unnecessary. 
If it bleeds, it leads. And it does. Yeah. And it you really does. You know this does. in the content game? Absolutely. It's fucking crazy. The story that you do that's the most outrageous often gets the clicks. Yeah. And it's the same in the, in the media and all that type of stuff. I just hate the idea. <coughs> Excuse me. I hate the idea that someone would grow up feeling like they are worth less than a white person because they have brown skin or black skin mm. or whatever. And it's the same with I hate the idea that women, young women, girls in primary school are being told you won't be able to achieve the same as a man. Mm. Why? Because you're a female. I hate that shit. I, I want everyone to be as equal as possible. And that's not achieved through saying, hey, we need a quota. It's achieved by everyone going, hey, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, it's bad ideas. Like when you said that everyone's like a little bit of a bad person, to me, I just think that there's people with bad ideas, mm. like super fucking bad ideas. If you want to be a, a a terrorist, terrible idea. Yeah, yeah. Like you can probably be a decent person. Like you could probably have a wife. You could probably play footy with your kids. What path? You and choose? be a terrorist sure. at the same time. And that's proven. Mm. Like there's guys that were like living in America and they were, you know, kind of weird oddballs ostracized from society, but they were like a normal dude that then got radicalized by fucking Islam yep. and then is like now a terrorist. Well, same as school shooters. Same shit. That's like just really fucking bad ideas. Yep. So I think that what we have is just a super bad idea problem. And if, if race is a thing that you think about in 2022, it's just a like a super silly idea. Mm. It should be... As rudimentary as like eye color, hair color. It's just, just there's no care. difference. Yeah, and I, I think it is in built into us to an extent of if you walk down the street and you see four giant black dudes walking on one side and four white dudes on the other, and you're a white guy, you're probably going to ch- choose the side that has the white guys on it. Yeah, based on the point that any other time we've seen someone in history that looks different to us, bad things happen. Yeah, and that's ingrained. But we are. There was a study. Sorry to cut you yeah. off here. There's a study. I I listened to some audio yesterday of uh basically like facial recognition of of basically you had these faces that were um shown to you there was like six white and six black and uh there was different facial expressions on each of the faces Mm -hmm. and then you a person had to assign a word to the facial expression and basically even the black people assigned more what you'd call like aggressive, like those kind of words to the black figures over the white figures. Even really? black people would do so that. So is that built in because of what we've seen, in, let's say through American um, yeah, history with how, and that, and that and a lot of that stems back to, okay, these people were treated as slaves or they were slaves and then they were put into black only communities where there wasn't job mm. opportunities, where there was shit housing, where there That's wasn't... That's where I will fully get on board with the whole systemic, systemic racism. racism because that is real. Yeah. That is I'd, very, very real. 100%. I don't find... Man, I grew up in Cairns, yeah. so we had like a lot of exposure to the Aboriginal community. And um, I just don't find many individually racist people mm. these days. I just don't know that there's like that many out there. Definitely systemic racism is still a thing. And I mean, there's a crazy law in the States. You probably, it's like well documented, but basically like crack cocaine possession versus cocaine possession. Yeah. One, one you get, it's like a minimum of 18 years in jail. The other one is basically nothing. It's the exact same chemical. The yeah. only difference is one's ingested in the black community. One's ingested in the white community. Yeah. That's fucking it. Yeah. And there is hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people that have been incarcerated under that, and law. those laws won't change because the private uh, private yeah. prison system. Yeah, 
they will lobby against that. And again, that's that. money. That's not racism. That's just straight cash. Yeah. And it goes back to buying slaves. Yeah. What's the cheapest you can get? If it's from West Africa, okay, we're going to do that. Are we going to lock up people with crack cocaine? Let's do that. Yeah. And it's, um, as, as, as you said, when it comes to bad people, well, not bad people, but bad ideas, I don't think people are racist. I just think the same person that looks at a black person or a brown person and thinks they're less of a person than them is the same person who's going to kick their dog. Yeah, or yeah, hit yeah. their missus yeah, yeah. or do something fucking horrible yeah like their heads are full of bad ideas it's just yeah. and, it, and, it, and it comes down to what their parents were like and it comes down to the people oh, they're around for sure all man. that shit like if you think that it's okay to hit your wife you're probably going to be the same person that sees a, a group of, of, of aboriginal people and hates them just because they're aboriginal people well you've had Abbo on the podcast what a fucking crazy lot how could he be anyone other than him yes like the odds it would be that would make me believe in god yeah <laughs> if yeah. like that dude didn't turn out to be one of the gnarliest cunts in the universe and from what i've heard from people who were mm. around him at the time bad he was the, yeah. the baddest yeah um but a lovely guy such and, an hey again there's no bad people yes you know what i mean like he's a fucking good person uh, there is bad people. There's definitely evil people, but sure. in, in terms few of few and far between. But perhaps. a person that is just bad, just a rotten fucking egg, like rotten to the core. There's no good inside that person. That would be quite rare to find. So when I I had I had never heard of him until I met him at Gary Jubilant's show, and then I looked him up because um, because Gary, who was the lead investigator on the William Tyrrell pod, uh, the William Tyrrell, Tyrrell investigation, you should have him on your show. He's yeah, great, okay. legend lovely guy and Gary introduced me he goes oh this is this is Graham Abbo Henry and I was like okay cool nice to meet you brother Sick. he's just an old dude there with his wife and I didn't know who he was and I looked him up in the car on the way home I was like holy shit and then I saw you interviewed him I was like oh my god yeah, he's this is G, crazy bro. and then as soon as I looked him up I started getting up all these TikToks and stuff from, from you and I was like wow this is a crazy story but the amount of violence that that man ingested into his mind yeah. during his childhood and then as he grew up into an older person uh, or, or, or an older child there's no way he was going anywhere else nah man like you would have to the mold to break there that's was so yeah, impossible yeah, yeah. that it would never happen yeah and he you know it's a testament to you are the surroundings you surround yourself with yeah and that's what he did and i mean you know growing up with your your father your stepfather or was his stepfather i think his it was father, his father his father just like just belting his mother yeah regularly like almost on a daily or weekly basis. Yeah, just a full drunk. Just a drunk. Did he, did he tell you that his old boy was in the war? Yeah, riddled with PTSD. And he got, got injured in the war? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But then you go back a layer, so you're like, makes sense why Graham was so fucked up. You go back a layer. Well, makes sense, makes sense he was fucked up. Absolutely. Like, I see, we, we sort of grew up in like a housing commission neighbourhood in the south of Cairns. Yep. And um, man, there's so many kids that I grew up with from like a five six seven year old you know and then we're kids like friends as kids and then they they come from that side of the neighborhood and then we're like right here mm. and then we've got a normal family and like i got a mum and dad that love each other and i've like my family stay together and then fucking little johnny 
same deal. Dad just flogging the piss out of his mum and fucking flogging the piss out of him. Yeah. He finds drugs super young and that's like, now he's in fucking jail. And there's so many of my friends are like that. And I know from like being inside the walls of that house, like times where the his dad would like flog his mum in front of me mm. and you're just like, fuck man. Like I'm just a kid here and I'm seeing this shit imagine what the fuck goes down when i'm not here you know so then you'd see and like his life played out the way that his life played out and it's fucking sad but i look at it i'm like what's the fucking what chance did he have like literally what chance did he have there was a little kid at the state of origin the other night and he's his dad yells out you know fucking whatever and then he yells out something very similar and he's like seven years old and you know that that kid's gonna follow in that same trajectory and there's going to be no deviation unless he really, really tries. Mm. Like I, I have deviation from my parents, like my old man, like footballer, tough as nails. And that's just not me. Mm. You know, he, he, he does all these rule. Like, you know, when he was growing up, he grew up um, uh, in Penrith and was arrested and was in fights all the time. And that's just not me. I mean, a completely... And that wasn't mm. his parents' fault. That was just the people he was around. Because yeah. he was growing up in, not housing commission, but as close yeah, to it yeah, as possible. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, in Mount Druitt, um, yeah. in fucking, basically, gang violence. Yeah. Uh, and then there's me, who grew up with, you know, as you said, two parents who loved each other in a in a very nice area, all that type of stuff. And so I just didn't ne- never had that. Yeah. But... Um, you see other people. There was a recently a guy I went to school with who died in a car crash, and he was involved and in, in some uh, around some dodgy people and stuff. And you could see the fall. Yeah, you just see the trajectory. You know, you see this young kid growing up, and then he hangs around the wrong people, and you see the fall. Yeah, I saw another photo of a, a kid that my brother went to school with, and he's around some people I know who are in the drug game, and he just sort of was just has started hanging around with them, and I know where he's going. Yeah, you know, you know the path, so. It's it's sad to an extent, and then you understand that these people are born as children, and and, yeah. and this then you know. It's but it's like it's everyone and everyone, and it, I guess to go back to that kind of like you know the bad people and like the hating online and virtually signaling and stuff like if people could have this perspective of whoever you're fucking lashing out at online or whoever you're whatever side you're going, they're just more people, man. Yeah. They're just more people that have grown up in these like weird fucked up situations. Yeah. And they've all got this like crazy annoying voice in their head that they can't control. Mm. And it's just like that's just the fucking human condition. We're all and pr- pretty much like struggling that. at a different level, you know? Everyone's like that. Some 100%. people are barely getting by, but everyone is struggling in some in some respect. And we all have that head noise and we all have this um something that we're we're trying to get through or get mm. over or get past and and it all manifests in different areas within our lives whether that's anger whether sa- sadness uh depression anxiety or just violence yeah yeah you know or it doesn't do anything <laughs> and or, or it builds up and you're a school shooter or it, or it or just you know you're stoic enough to to deal with it all and you get to the end of your life and nothing ever happens mm. you know and, and we all know people like like that who particularly like grandparents and stuff like that who have dealt with horrible things in their lives but never really um spoken about mm. it or, or any of those type of things like i think about my pop who it just keeps to himself you know always has <laughs> i always wonder about that eh? when you get real old i was literally just thinking about this the other day Am I just going to be one of those old guys that just doesn't say anything? That scares me, man. Like, you're just like... Because what was I thinking about it? 
oh, we just got back from a pretty gnarly trip. It's mm. like one of the busiest I've ever been in my life. Yeah. And we were in Europe and then we got straight home. Then we flew to do this race in Perth and it was like, it was just full on, full on. like a lot of people. And I felt like I was playing like a bit of a role the whole time in a sense. And, um, and then I just like got home and I was like, I ain't fucking talking. I'm not talking to anybody. And then I, for some reason I was just doing some Monday washing or something. And I just thought about what you said. My granddad just never said a word. And mm. it's like, when you're 80, do you just, are you just fucking over it? What, do you, what like, do you think about it all though? Yeah. Like, you, does the noise go away and you just fucking do your shit? Like, I, I really wonder that. And I wonder that about people I've played footy with in the past that are just dead shits. Like, what yeah. do you think about all day? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about all these things like, yeah. you know. It's I'm, elaborate. Right? Like, I might be, I might drive along or I might listen to a podcast or whatever or something flashes up and Neil deGrasse Tyson's talking about something to do with the universe or yeah. or there's a there's a Marcus Aurelius quote that I see or whatever. Yeah. And I might think about that for a couple of seconds or a minute. Yeah. What are these people thinking about all day? Yeah. Like what goes through their mind? Like yeah, are they just, just think it is is nothing? Do, yeah. Does that exist? Is nothing a thing? Like do you just, I reckon can you sit people. there and just because like, I know blokes that are just like nice people, but just the dumbest of humans. Yeah. Like what? What goes through their mind all day? Are they yeah, just I'm, thinking about I'm the surf? I'm neurotic as fuck. Eh? Like I'm just the wheels are turning twenty four yeah. hours a day. I feel you. And uh, and yeah, like uh, I I do fair bit of meditation. I don't know if you fuck with it at all. I used to do float tanks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah they're they're good. Yeah. I I enjoyed them. Very relaxing. I just fucking haven't for a yeah, while. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think the yeah the meditation thing's good, but mm. I th- it makes you understand that you just can't really control your mind. Like it's, I think that's like that's a, the lesson. That yeah yeah. Like when people try to do mindfulness, they try to stop everything, and that's impossible. Yes, apparently, maybe some people can stop it. Some real experienced dead shits they can stop it. Yeah yeah. But either have, super unexperienced dead shits or, or super really, yeah, yeah, like yeah, a really yogi master. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, like the Dalai Lama's got nothing going on in his mind. Is he dead? Maybe that's why. No, he's he d- still he alive. doesn't die. He does. That's right. He doesn't yeah, die. Yeah. He just keeps on living. That's a real interesting fucking deal. Oh, mate. The whole like the the respect that people give to religion. No, nah. <laughs> not for you. Grow up. <laughs> what about the Dalai Lama? <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But do you like? Do you know how it works? So it's sort of like a new person is born yeah. and they are then just... Yeah. How, how are they chosen? Is it like the choosing the Pope, like there's a vote or... I don't know. Look that up, Rones, actually. That'd be good to know. But the, the process basically... Go on, it's, Jamie. It's just real weird about uh, just identity in general. Yes. Because it's like basically it'll be these, these kids or guys that are kind of in this monastery uh, and then they basically will just like pick from... Hey? Yeah, D A L I. Lama. L A M A. Delhi Lama. The del- um, Delhi. The Delhi you got any Lama in the Delhi. Delhi. You're very trustworthy with your internet search history. Yeah, I don't use this computer much. I bet you don't. If it was my iPad, different story. I've got a blue tongue. Am I going to die? That's what <laughs> I was saying that story the other day. I, I'm, as, as you talk about being neurotic, I. I had a blue tongue one day after I'd, I'd been we'd been out for dinner and stuff, and I started googling it. Did you eat t- blueberries? Or no, I hadn't eaten anything blue all day, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I start googling. It says you you're deoxygenated. You're gonna this is you need oh. to go to the hospital. And I'm laying in bed panicking. And Claire's next to me, and I'm like, "Fuck! What am I gonna do?" And then I think back, what else have I eaten? And I'm like, oh, 
I had a um, an ice cream cone that was like it had like, the cone itself was like a dark bluish color. But for an hour, I you thought I was going to die. Yeah, yeah. So like, you go through my search history, and it's all like, oh my god, I've got a fu-. anyway. I'm a fucking psycho. Stoned, Dalai stoned Lama. web MD. Oh. There's no greater anxiety than getting stoned as fuck, noticing some kind of ache or pain, and then going on WebMD. You 100% think you're going to die. Death. And then you have a panic attack. Yep. And then that just like double down confirms it's a terrible, all of your... It's a terrible way to be. Been I, there so many times. I had um, uh, dry needling dung acupuncture done once, and I had a bit of a pain in my back, like right in the middle of my One back. One in 100 people dies from that. Well, I found that out. I found that out from fucking Googling it, right? And I had a pain and apparently like some people go too deep with the needle and they get a um, uh, their lung, what's bloody called a deflated lung. That's definitely not what it's called. Punctured lung. Punctured they lung. get a punctured lung from acupuncture. So for a day I was driving around going, no, yeah, my lung's for sure have a punctured lung. Dalai Lama. Oh, no. Um, Four and a half years old. The current Dalai Lama was enthroned. Enthroned? Opposite of dethroned, I guess. Yeah. Uh, when he was four and a half years old and renamed Tenzin Gyatso. Wow. Okay, so the search for him soon became... Am I reading this? You're the fucking no, no, host. You're, you're, right. no, you're doing it. The search for him soon became... <laughs> the search for him became soon after the 13th Dalai Lama died. Disciples close to the Dalai Lama set to identify signs indicating the location of his rebirth. So someone gets born and then they try and find him. Yeah, basically. But it's like within the monastery, I'm pretty sure. There's like a whole kind of group that they can kind of pick from. Former te- uh, further tests and signs are required to ensure the proper child is found. Wow. Okay. So they... Okay. It's a lot After, going oh, on here. Oh, shit. Okay. In the case of the 13th Dalai Lama, after his death, his body lay facing south. However, after a few days, his head had tilted to the east. A fungus, which, had, which was viewed awesome. as unusual, appeared on the northeastern side of the shrine containing his body. This was interpreted to mean that the next Dalai Lama could have been born somewhere in nor- the northeastern part of Tibet. So they're just going by the body. Yeah, yeah. They're just It's a vibe. Like the rigor mortis picks in and they're just like... <laughs> points yeah, yeah. at you <laughs> yeah. oh, what the fuck his dick comes up in a sundial yeah. and it just like points fucking straight on someone just starts spinning around it's like spin the dick bottle for the Dalai Lama oh, yeah um, so they're just after wow. they're after a vibe basically. a two year old boy named Lamo Dhondap was the right age for the reincarnation of the 13th Dalai Lama based on the time of his death wow so they found him and they Thank just God. Named Thank God. They what a search. Him. It's wild, eh? Well, there was mold growing on the, the back of his foreskin pointing towards this small <laughs> village in Tibet. <laughs> oh, God, we're racists. No, so that, that's, what it's, that's, what yeah, it, that's what it's like. If you say anything negative about any religion, you're a racist. It's hilarious. Yeah, 100%. You can talk as much shit about Christianity, which you should. True. Grow that's up. arguably the worst one. They're all terrible. That It's as... Maybe not as... Nah, it's as bad. The Crusades. Like, let's be fucked. Yeah. Let's call a spade a spade. It's the, as bad. It's all bad. They're all terrible. They're all... Hey, real bad idea. That's yeah. a real Religions bad idea. Religions are terrible. But I get it. I get why people are religious. And this is why they're so deeply, um, constantly searching for a deeper meaning to life and a, and a, and a deeper understanding of politics. And they have to have it because that's their religion. Yeah. Like that's modern day religion is politics or is what gender you are or is, you know, whatever you do with all your time. You, know, you see it with people who get into jiu-jitsu or rugby league or rugby union or whatever. Mm. Or, or they find someone, their partner. That's their religion. That's yeah, a, yeah. A, that you have to become obsessed with something. And I, I wonder if that's to do with like 
me- the meaning of life or well, whatever. Well, yeah, I think it's it's identity, right? Like the Dalai Lama is a perfect example of this. So that's... That's a sentence you've never said before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's a... So basically, it's like identity, right? So mm. this kid that gets born or whatever, like they basically strip his identity. So there's no personal sense of self. You just embody this self that's already been like created for you so i think that we're all we're all attached to our own self and our own identity and i think that most people just we all just spend our entire life like cultivating this identity and that's super tied to the meaning of life like your identity you'd see like you said jujitsu crossfit veganism like people can tie their identity to fuck almost anything man because they become know? some a part of something else and it's yeah it, exactly it's like this you high know? meaning and it's mm. this you know like purpose for their life yeah. because i think that's that is kind of the real secret of life is like it's fucking is meaningless mm. like the meaning of life is to make meaning of your life and people just do that in fucking bizarre ways and, and we're also trained in like in a way with school to get up every morning and this is what you do right and you go to school for eight hours or six hours or whatever it is and then you get out of school and you're like what the fuck what am i doing it's like people when they get out of the army yeah yeah. like they're lost because they've had their their whole life retire from footy or retire from yeah from a sport where they're told this is where you need to be at this time this time this time and it, it, it happened for me with um with youtube i stopped working after when i went on my first tour I had, I had enough money coming in that I didn't have to work. What uh, did you do? I worked I worked in marketing for a while. Um, I like made videos for a company, uh, yep. a freight company, and tried to make it interesting. Enthralling. Enthralling. Well, I tried to make it all about Newcastle, where I'm from. Yeah, yeah. So it was a lot of history videos. And all. Fuck, I love Newy, man. Yeah, me too. It's so much better than anywhere else. Yeah. Like, like, I know where we are right now is very nice. Yeah. But, man, just... Something the, about Newy. The Steel City. The Steel City. Yeah. The workers... Yeah. Area, it's That's, a blue collar Australia, isn't it? right there, isn't it? Everyone's just like you know, hot women too, hot women, little dicky ladies you, and you, gentlemen. Are you from? Are you from New York? Oh, yeah, we grew yeah. up just around the corner from each other. Went to the same uh, preschool, primary school, preschool, preschool, everything, everything, and high school. Fuck, that's yeah. hectic. But she was three years below me. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I, you know, obviously in year six, I didn't pull any moves. But no, no, it would have uh, been weird. What, what's the what's the age where it's not weird? Year 12, year 9, still nah, weird. No, that's fucking heaps weird. Too many still people... Still soup. That's the weirdest probably. Too many people... No, you don't. 12 and... <laughs> I was like, Don't say girl. that. You'll freak everyone out. Um, <laughs> heaps of people think that's okay. I don't know. Like, people are like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, he, he's 18, but she... Well, someone messaged the other day, said... Uh, Oh, I can't make your show. My boyfriend bought tickets. He's 19, but I'm only 16. And I was like, fucking <laughs> alarm bells. That's not okay. Uh, it's legal, though. I don't give a fuck if it's legal. Yeah, see, that one sounds better than ten, year 10, uh, year 12, and year 9. Yes. That just sounds like such a gnarly difference. But then, like, it's year only a 12 year difference. And, yeah, but year 12 and year 10, fine. Completely above board. But I don't that, know. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just Sixteen and nineteen. Eh. Until if you're it's in my your twenties, probably not. But. Until you're in your twenties, just find someone your own fucking age. Well, mm. no, no, no. Let me rephrase that because that sounds even weirder. Yeah, when you're twenty, date a sixteen-year-old. No, what I'm saying is you can date someone three years younger than you. No, two years well, younger than you. Fucking let's, Jesus right, Christ! Step back and let's really clarify. Okay, okay, okay. Until you're 50, you can't date anyone three years younger than you. <laughs> That's fair, what I'm saying. Fair, fair. All let's right? leave it at that. Well, Claire's 26. I'm 29. Uh, well, she's yeah. You're nearly 27, uh, Claire, and I'm I'm nearly 29. Let's be honest. You're nearly 27. 
she's like she's basically 27 your honor what are you talking about so i just think that if if you're under the age of 20 and they're under the age of 20 just just fucking you know what 20s and teens just shouldn't mix yes 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 or asexuality that's what i'm picking now asexuality i'm becoming asexual i'm doing no rooting no one's attractive you're all semen retention that's what i'm about oh i love weirdos on the fucking internet you know you know what i love seeing you know what i love seeing i love seeing people on the internet and then i'm like they're kind of weird but they kill it at youtube and they kill it at what they do and then like three years later semen retention i'm like i fucking knew it i knew you're a cunt it's big i knew you're a cunt it's big right now like the whole the whole um no fap thing have you ever done no fap no fucking fap it off no i actually did i had no sex for 18 months but i fapped so you had no sex for 18 months months. i had no sex for 18 years so you can just shut the fuck up oh yeah fair enough (laughs) (laughs) hey why'd you have no sex for 18 months covid long distance right yeah so you had a partner at the time yeah yeah. okay okay well that makes sense yeah but yeah that was a that was a fucking challenge that's half it was a real challenge where was your partner she was stuck in China of all places. Gee, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. I learned some weird shit about China. Mm. Real weird shit about China. That's a whole different fucking story. Whole different um, fucking story. But yeah, as far as the no fapping thing, like you see it a lot with younger guys on uh, on TikTok. So they're like 18 years old or 19, probably 19, let's say, because they've had the Find 18. Find it. Find it. What are we finding? <laughs> no fap on TikTok. Just, I want to see some of these young Yeah, let's weirdos. go no fap TikTok because they, they are like, they've had a year of going out. And they've you know met a couple of girls, and now they've had one breakup, and then they're like, right, fuck this, fuck Never this. In my life. Now we're going to shut Will Gibb up. I like, I like Will. He's a, he's a, he's um he's a comedian from Sydney. He's a very funny guy. Fuck yeah. He's uh he's a bio on TikTok. Is you know how like um when you're in like high school it's like footy year seven he's his he's his year seven and he's gay he goes year seven footy cock (laughs) (laughs) no Uh, search results for no fap go bullshit yeah close that space down maybe Oh, I tell you to look up my TikTok, but I got banned yesterday. Did ya? Again. Fuck, they're gnarly, eh? We're, we're so on the borderline with it, man. I got banned the other week for saying men can't have babies. I got permanently banned, then I got it back. That's a fact. Well, apparently not. And then I got banned uh, yesterday for make, uh, making a video about um, uh, New Zealand. So I got done for racism for the but whole country. Not, but it's not right. It's like, fuck, what's the analogy here? But it's like, it's not racist when it's New Zealand. It's a whole country. It's full of people of all different colors. Yeah, and it's idiots. just like it's like it's like when you say you can't punch your brother. Yeah. No, I can punch, but it's, it's a little, not assault it's when a it's little, my brother. It's someone else's little brother. Yeah. It's a bit if weird. it's anybody other than my brother, no, I can't punch him in the face. It's ridiculous. But my brother, I can. And they and they barred me, so I've got to go through the back channels to try and get it back. Anyway, Fuck. so Jordan, I, I think it's um. No fap is useless. No, nah, well, let, nah, let's go to the fuck. What about what about Tate? What, what's old mate Tate's name? He's everywhere. Who's that? Uh, have you seen this guy? No. Nah. Uh, Tate. What's his name? Does anyone know his name? Um, Tate Clips. What's his name? Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. What's wrong? Just a horror. Did I have a bit of a hair issue? I wouldn't call it an issue. I liked it. Okay. There we go. So what's his name? Who are we? So looking this for? is Andrew Tate, and he's. Oh, this is him. I like his attitude towards this. Seems very fair. He's got some weird attitudes towards women. I will say that. He's got some weird in attitudes towards women. So what's his what's his deal? 
He well, looks like Diet Pitbull. <laughs> pitbull on keto. <laughs> yeah, keto pitbull. Keto pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. I'm trying to find one. He's like... Twenty-one Savage in the background. <laughs> That's got a million likes. That's crazy. people love him. So I agree with him with that one. Like, you know the vegan thing. Obviously, I have to agree. Yeah, with that's, you've got to stand. Uh, on that I've got to stand by. Yeah. I've got to die on that hill. Yeah. But other things he said about women is a bit is a bit how you're doing. I mean, where's he from? Uh, I think he's in like a. Um, he's always driving around in a Bugatti and stuff. So yeah. I, I don't think he's. But I think he's also in America. So. He does this podcast where he gets all these chicks in, and then he's just. Oh, have you seen called? that guy? Is it called Fit and Fresh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, th- this I think is so. A fit and Fresh. No, no, this is a different guy, isn't it? It's something to do like it's got fresh in it. I'm so, I'm, I'm quite sure it's got something to do with fresh in it. But he's just like, what about this one up here? Top one, uh, go across one more. Yeah, see all the yeah, chicks yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, That's sort of what fresh, it's like. Pretty, no yeah, time yeah. for hose. That sounds like ready to elevate your home. Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Something... Preach. Savage. <laughs> how good's like the shit quality yeah, yeah, zoom yeah, in on him yeah. just sitting there like yeah mate. Um, nah, he's um the the other dude that hosts that fit and fresh podcast. I like that other dude. He says some kind of like out there shit, but they're pretty fucking they're pretty spot on with a fair yeah. bit of their commentary. He he is. He said some things about like there was this one where he was like, um, but then they go they go into the clickbaity space. Like they take it's like it's almost like jokes yeah, in a sense, you know. Yeah. Oh, it was like so. It was like when I I put out this video saying that I don't like um, chicks with hairy underarms, and mm. I said female body hair is disgusting. Right mm. now, so that gets stitched. Yeah, and everyone starts like which you're saying up. in hyperb- hyperbole. Yeah, because like, I, you're not going to physically throw up when you see it. Well, but you might gag potentially. <laughs> I um I I basically well with that much hair you expect a gag on a cock. That's how bad it is. But I I basically said in the video, uh, female body hair is disgusting. Now I'm not talking about a couple of days of growth. I'm talking about big hairy bushes, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm not even talking about like vag bushes. I'm talking about underarm hair. This is yeah. what I'm talking about in the video. That gets clipped sent everywhere right and it's ridiculous how wide this goes it goes super super viral I'm getting abused from every country every corner of the globe and I'm used to that shit it, it does not bother me at all that's literally part of your job description yeah absolutely and what comedian out there doesn't cop shit about that you're probably not being that funny if no. you're not making a fuck ton of people mad absolutely look at Ricky Gervais Joe Rogan all those yeah, type of yeah. people so anyway I get contacted from Dr. Phil no well Dr. Phil's people but let's just pretend Dr. Phil calls me. Hi, Zach. That's a terrible impression. Uh, but Dr. Phil's producers contact me. They want me on the show. They're going to bring on some body hair people and all this type of stuff. Yes. All that shit. Yes. It gets to the point, like, it goes so far that I do the sound check, right, for it. And they pull out last minute. 
on oh. the day before. Don't know why. But I did this. this so is, you were here? Yeah. I was in Newcastle. But it was going to be fucking awful. because. Oh, my God. I was going to get smashed by Dr. Phil. But what nearly happened, which would have been even worse, was in my studio, my podcast studio, I've got a table like this, right? And we sit either side and we have a camera that shoots straight up. And I've got uh, an American uh, World War II helmet, an Australian one, and a German one. Yeah. Now, the shot that we were filming... Had the, just the German Just had helicopter. the German one in it. Oh, fuck it up. Fucking the eagle. It's the armpit Nazi himself. Oh, my Isaac God, I know. And I was like, oh, no. I, was, I said to the, the producer, or the, the sound guy, I was looking at the shot. And I was like, you know what? He goes... What I said. I That's one hundred percent why they pulled out. I one hundred. No, no, I moved it. I moved oh, it, so okay. I swapped it with the uh, with the Ameri- I put the yes. American one Miracle. there, uh, and and it was fine. But it nearly went to air with a German helmet you behind got me. Fucked. Imagine fucked. that. Even um, Neil Colhatka, who's a friend of mine, uh, funny dude, very funny guy. Been around for a, for a minute, uh, and it's great to see him in French. He's still doing well. Because they have been around for so long, and it's like yeah. what I said before, that two year um, or two or three or four year uh, career for people on the internet, and then it just goes to nothing. They've managed to keep it going for almost a decade now. Yeah, for both of those guys. Anyway, so Neil hits me up. This is when I first start making videos, 2018, and he says, "Mate, uh, I'm doing a uh, a video about something to do with Nazis, like something. It was it was a funny video idea, and basically he wanted me to dress up as Hitler." And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll do that. Why not? And I end up pulling out because I had something to do that day. And I end up pulling out the week before. Two weeks later, I get done with the Holocaust thing. You had something to do or you had something to do? I was just doing some match. I was just, just, just doing the, the fat. Just doing the fat, yeah. And, uh, and so I, I basically go, mate, I can't do it. For whatever reason, I can't do it. And then I get, I, I go to Melbourne, I do the comedy festival and I get smashed for a Holocaust joke. Oh, I remember. I remember. Absolutely smashed my first cancellation ever. And like to the point where they're talking about it in the Israel Times. Like mad, right? And all these people are mad at me. It was a funny joke too. I remember watching the special. I can't remember the exact joke, but... Basically what it was, was... I can't... I actually can't remember the the joke. Verbatim. Verbatim. But the general gist of it wasn't even the joke I said it was my response to the lady who complained Yeah, because she thought everything else was fine that day and I did jokes about other horrible shit but she thought that was fine it was just you can never make jokes about Jewish people now she emailed me this and she basically um, the joke itself was about vegans vegans, yeah it was it was about (laughs) vegans it was about um, being a vegan in my crowd Uh, you you should not feel comfortable that's like being a, a Jew in no, sorry. What was it? It was uh, being being a vegan in this crowd is like, and you go, no, no. Get you, if you get to know me and understand <laughs> veganism, then maybe you'll like me. That's like a Jew yeah, yeah, in yeah. Auschwitz going, no. If you need to know me, we'll maybe yeah, we'll be yeah. friends. Yeah. Anyway, silly little joke, whatever. So a lady emails me blowing up. You know, you piece of shit. She's laughed at everything else, but that's no good. Now I'm about to go on stage at this point, and she's like, got me when I'm ready to fucking go. Right, I'm ready to because when I go out, I'm like fired up. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm pumped. Um, ready to go to work. Oh, so this was just like an impulse. Impulse. Yeah, yeah. So I reply to her. Yeah. If you start, if you can't stand the heat, get out of the oven. Yeah. Goes down awfully, <laughs> and I understand oh, that. Nothing now. but net from where I'm. I understand. Oh, it was great. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> a lot of other people thought it was great too. Uh, but 
I get where she's coming from and why she was angry with my response because she's just sitting at home. This yeah, poor you, Jewish lady probably has parents from who, who were involved in the Holocaust and I just hit her with that. Uh, it's fucked. Yeah, well, no, nah, it's comedy. So, I, it is. And so, anyway, I um, it goes massive worldwide, all that shit. And thankfully... I just hadn't dressed up as Hitler two weeks before. Dude, imagine. That's the photo they would have used. That's what they would have ran with. The Dr. Phil, that's what they would have run with. Oh, have you noticed there's a German, a Nazi war helmet behind Isaac in that uh, particular Imagine the fucking... Because I've got all this World War II memorabilia and and war memorabilia. Um, I've just recently uh, got some sand from Gallipoli that sits there. And I've got... uh, um, a German bayonet. I've got an American bayonet. I've got uh, a World War II um, Marines knife. I've yep. got all these really cool things. Where, where'd the interest in that come from? I've just always been fascinated with World War II. I think it's, I think it stemmed from like my dad's always watched World War II documentaries. Yeah, yeah. Always like just to go to sleep. It was weird. He, yeah. He put, his dad does the same thing. Puts on an old film and just falls asleep. Um, but also the the miniseries Band of Brothers. Yeah, right. Have you seen that? No. It is a fantastic, probably the best series that has ever been made for TV. HBO really? made it. And it is absolutely... How long ago? This is 2000 and... Oh, I don't know. Can we have a look? Band, uh, what year? Band that, of Brothers. Band of Brothers. Man, just a, an amazing Fuck show. Fuck HBO did some good shit, eh? Yeah. Crazy good shit. Now, this was... Yeah, it was Steven Spielberg that directed mm. it. So this is 2001. 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is outrageous, Out, right? Yeah, outrageous. And that, that Dude, probably... how's the fucking Top Guns? Like 99%. I haven't seen Top Gun no, yet. No, me neither, but literally like 99%. That's crazy. Fucking insane. Tom Cruise does his all, all his own stunts. Yeah. Even in the last uh, Mission Impossible, he flew a helicopter through crevasses. Crevasses? Crevasses. Crevasses. Uh, no, the Americans say crevasses. Crevasses. Yeah, yeah. Crevasses, crevasses. Yeah, um, yeah he, he's a madman. But this, this show... It came out and it, it basically follows the story of a group of uh, the 156th Airborne, mm. I think off the top of my head, uh, Easy Company. And from basic training where they have this real pain in the ass, like Commander, which is played by David Schwimmer. So this is just yeah, after right. Friends. So this is his first sort of serious role. Wow. Yeah. And it's weird because yeah, that'd you, know, be you see David Schwimmer there. But anyway, there's young kids, and then they drop into uh, into France on on D Day uh, from the air. They they drop in whilst the D Day landings are happening, or just just after, or just before. And they basically they patrol around, and then they you know get involved with uh, some firefights, and they they're all aiming to meet up and all this type of stuff. And it just follows their whole story throughout Europe, and just their story about all. I can't remember the forest's name. Lordy, you might remember, but uh, during the Battle of the Bulge, and they're in this, um, they're in this forest, and they're dug into these foxholes, and the because this is all like real stories yeah, about yeah, real people, yeah. and at the start of each episode, they had the real people talking about what it was like. Wow, which is hectic, and so they're in these foxholes, and there's these artillery shells going off, and the trees are exploding, and this is what they talk about at the start of each, or not the start of each episode, but this particular episode, they talk about the um, the uh, thank you, um, yeah, the Battle of the Bulge, the Ardennes Forest, uh, in Belgium, Luxembourg, and France, and so it's a big fucking forest, um, but yeah, the um, thanks, mate, uh, 
the, the trees, like they get hit with these artillery shells and they explode. And it's just a crazy, crazy environment. Freezing cold. Oh, yeah. And the apparently it's just like the most insane environment that war has been fought in. Like people were dying, they were freezing to just death. Just freezing to death. And because yeah. it was such a a tough situation to get people back in there or get reinforcements back in there. They were there for ages. And I honestly recommend for anyone who enjoys war films to watch this. It's just a fucking great, great miniseries. Yeah, right. I will have to watch it. I absolutely loved it. I I didn't enjoy the the second Band of Brothers uh, that was about the specific... Yeah, okay. Uh, it just wasn't as good. And yeah. but, but when you have high expectations of ninety seven percent, yeah, well, it's going yeah. to be hard, you know. We um we do this ride through Vietnam. Uh, we've done it a couple of times. We were sort of doing it every year, and then COVID happened. Um, but we the, the just the war stuff when you ride through Vietnam, and I'd I'd like take my drone, I'd be flying my drone wherever it looked cool. Fucking bomb craters, really, every everywhere, yeah. dude. Just the the entire fucking country was bombed yeah and we went to like the ho chi minh airfield where they had you know the big air base and the war museums and just mm. like fucking crazy man it's so it to go back to you know everyone kind of carrying on an outrage and fucking virtue signaling and shit it's just like it's because we have nothing to worry so about we're so fucking lucky it's that the best we, time to be alive dude ever. we had nothing mm. we have nothing to fucking worry about nothing the, real the, our lives you know what i mean like we've just cruised along yeah and it's just been like i said uh actually said on the podcast right at the start of COVID, i was like imagine if 2019 was it Mm. like you just look at humanity's fucking stock curve yeah and it just peaked out at 2019 that was it and then and and i'm like sitting here in 2022 halfway through this bitch going like Shit, it's mm. sort of not something you want to be right about, but fuck me, Dad, it kind of looks that way, right? It it definitely doesn't look like we are. Like even things like um, the uh, average age of death, like that's starting to go down. Really? Like people aren't living as long due to COVID over the last couple of years. Yeah, we thinned out the herd. Thinned out the herd a little <laughs> bit, but but this was a big issue. I mean, I remember in school, people were like we've got an aging population. Yeah, well, yeah. COVID sort of come along and sorted that out um yeah did like to to an extent not that bad in australia like yeah um i i think personally the vaccines were good for people of that age i don't think everyone needed them yeah i don't think i needed it but i took it so i could work uh people of the you know the age of 80 or 70 or whatever okay cool you need an extra layer of defense i get it that's fine uh i still think people should be able to make that decision for themselves but whatever yeah um but yeah man it's it, it, it does seem like 2019 may have been the peak. Imagine if you lived through the peak of humanity. <clears throat> mm. You're like, yeah, I was there for it. It was fucking sick. You could get on a plane whenever you want. Do you whatever do, you want. Do whatever the fuck you want. But think about how much, how bad it would have been 100 years ago, 200 years ago, or even these people that used to just live out in the bush yeah. and they wake up. Imagine how bad your skin would feel. <laughs> oh, like, I just think that. about it. All the Me fucking too. time, like when we were in Europe, my skin was so fucking dry. Yeah, I bought what did I buy? I bought fucking uh, <laughs> what the fuck was it? Shower milk. I couldn't read French. A oh, shower milk. So I, I like open. I'm like, this looks like moisturizer. My skin was so fucking itchy and so dry that I put shower milk all over it. Dude, one of my mates- first world fucking problems, right? Like, how the fuck would I survive? <laughs> one of my mates was he had really bad reaction to his skin. He was putting. He thought he was putting moisturizer on, but he was putting fucking just like 
like body wash on yeah, and was, letting it like yeah, just yeah. absorb into his skin. He was doing it for like two weeks and then he broke out. <laughs> fucking idiot. Um, but yeah, like imagine how bad that would that would be. Oh, it'd terrible. be the worst. And and everyone that would complain, like if you leave a comment on social media, basically you'll die in the wilderness. Yeah. If you're the kind of person that could physically leave a comment that's like in any way cunty. You're dying. In like the if wilderness. you're one of those people who's like, oh, you know, you really shouldn't have said this. This is really, really mean. Like the kind of person that says you can't say retarded. Yes. You won't survive. You wouldn't survive. You will It'd be, be all over. You'll be eaten by ants. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or in, in, in you won't wo- even get a good death. In World War <laughs> you'll Two, you'll get a weird death. The Russians and the Germans had a ceasefire to stop the wolves eating each other or eating them. Fuck! They had to have. To, they actually had to hunt the wolves because there was these giant super packs of wolves going around and eating people on the front line. So they had to meet and they go, "Listen, we need to kill these fucking wolves." Like that's the real world. Yes. You know that's the real world. Us complaining. And it wasn't about, that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. Us fighting in the streets over gender-neutral bathrooms or being forced to take a jab. Like, not, I don't think you should be forced, but people fighting about it in the streets. That's nothing in comparison to what can happen mm. if all everything goes to shit. Vladimir Putin, everyone thinks he's got cancer at the moment. Mm. If he really cracks it, That's it starts sketchy, that bro. is. You've got a man that has all, all of, of the, the power. control. All the power. And all of the nukes. Yeah. And he's dying. I said this for so my missus is Russian, so I've got a little bit of extra insight into that world as okay. well, which is fucking crazy. Yeah, I bet. But um I said literally years like years and years ago. I was like, imagine being Vladimir Putin mm. and having the sharpest sword mm-hmm. just in a sheath your entire life. And then, what, you die? You don't pull it out? You die, never fucking pulling that out. And just just seeing if you could Ned Stark some motherfuckers. Just swift, straight through the neck, and it's fucking over. Like, Scary. As if you're going to be that guy. Like, presidents don't have that kind of power. No. Like, you, you really couldn't... I don't think, let's say, like, Trump was some deranged psycho that is that way inclined. I, I actually don't think that could happen, right? Yeah. To where it's like, I, th- I feel like the buttons are too far away. Like, there'd have to be someone else in it. And there's, there's no much, one... Yeah, there's yeah, too there's much, no um, one too else. Too many middlemen. Exactly. Oh, Vladdy. Uncle Vladdy. I don't know. I reckon Albanese might do it. Who's that? Anthony the, Albanese. Oh, the new dude? The Australian Prime Minister. The new guy. I reckon he might nuke someone. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon he might... Pull up a picture of this guy. Anthony Albanese. Well, I don't know much about him. Give me the rundown. Is he all right? He fucks. Really? He fucks? fucks. Okay. He fucks. He, um, there he is. Cheeky old dog. This man He's played the pokies before, hasn't he? Look at him. Here, just into Ardern, the New Zealand Prime Minister. These guys started an OnlyFans yesterday to raise money. Really? No. But it looks like they could. It they looks like they'd 100, fuck. 100%. Like, There's this. some chemistry. This photo right here, if you listen to this, this photo right here, they're getting a nice selfie together. There is no doubt in my mind that Jacinta Ardern has his her hand around his cock right yeah, now. Yeah, and he's got doing the old like, wrist cramp jobby, you know? Yeah, and, he, and he's he got a finger up her ass or something like that. They're talking foreign <laughs> policy. It's a beautiful relationship. How good. It. This is the new kid on the block. This is him. Man, crazy. I We were in Europe for the election, so... I'll be paying my $75 fine once again like a fucking idiot that I am. I hate that they fine people. It's fucking ridiculous. You know what? I used to have a bit of a flag in the ground about you shouldn't have to vote if you don't want to. Because like my thing is, if I'm not paying attention, yeah. why the fuck should I get a why say? Why should you get a say? I think everyone should get a say, but the if you, you should have it. the ability to yeah, say. Yeah. But finding someone a monetary value 
taking that from their bank account because they said, I don't want to vote. Yeah. Or at least make it easier to vote. They, you know what? I'm a, I'm a postal voter. Amen. They sent it to me. I went, I actually... Even that's too many steps, though. I even had the time to look at the big ballot. In Australia, we have this giant ballot for the federal election. And there's like 100, 100 fucking boxes. you got a number from one to a fucking thousand. See, that to me is not voting. No. That's is, like fucking... What is, what's it called? The, shit no, is what it is. The, the Sudoku. It's a Sudoku. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's exactly what it so, is. So I don't know how to play Sudoku. And everyone, when they walk into the the where, where you vote at the local primary school or whatever, when you go in there, everyone's sort of like, oh my god, there's five people behind me. I better hurry up. Yeah. At least with the postal vote, you get it sent. You get to actually look at it, and then you send it back off. Why aren't we doing that? Yeah. If you want to do that, hey, yeah. let's just do this. I do all my banking on here. That is... Why can't I vote on that? Hey, that's the only point that you need to make. I've had this fucking argument with so many people that are old. And I'm like, where's all your money? Yeah. Is it in your fucking bedroom? No, it's in a bank. How on do you phone. fucking access it? You got an app on your phone. Everybody fuck... The entire world's money is accessible on phones. Absolutely. And we can't fucking vote. Because I, I think that we should be doing direct democracy. There's no reason to... Like, the whole representative uh, democracy, to me, is just so fucking antiquated. Yeah. Like, basically, when I grew up in Cairns and there was no cars or planes, definitely makes sense. you got to send a dude down with a bunch of other dudes and a bunch of horses to go down there and tell them what we want. Yep. I don't need that anymore. No. Gay, the gay marriage thing, to me, that was like... That was where... That was ridiculous. But it was so easy for me to go like let's just everyone vote on your phone if you want to vote you can vote but exactly if but you don't want to vote why you don't should have to vote. a vote that's so fucking obvious cost us the taxpayer oh. a fortune it wouldn't cost shit if no. it was just on the phone and then the it works to me it's like the perfect system right because a bunch of people let's say gay marriage is uh fucking no you're not allowed to do it that would be like an outrageous thing to me. Mm. Like I'm, f I'm all for that. Yeah. So then I would be like, "What the fuck? That's crazy! Like, why didn't we do that?" And then someone goes, "Did you vote?" Mm. And I'm like, "Oh no, I didn't vote." All right. Well, maybe the next time that something comes around, and we'd go through this process for like basically every issue. Yeah. And I mean, I think about it with like Cairns has a crazy problem with crocodiles at the moment. I grew up there my whole life. We never had crocodiles in the places where we now have crocodiles. Like so is, is, all that, of is that like a, a environmental... Overpopulation. Okay. Yeah. So there's just crazy because you haven't been able to shoot them, mm. which is a good thing because like at a point they got down to really low numbers. But then with all the conservation, the conservation worked. Now every single fucking swimming hole has in crocodiles. Cairns has crocodiles in it. That's a terror. That's not a good idea. We, no. we just don't need that many crocodiles in my opinion. But then... You get fucking Bindi Irwin, God bless her soul, doing great things for crocodiles, like net positive, really. But when it comes to this, she sends one tweet out when there's like any kind of legislation around culling crocodiles. Really? And then you get every fucking crony in Melbourne that's like, no, nah, you can't, you can't shoot the crocodiles. And it's like, you ever been eaten by a fucking crocodile? Yeah. You ever had, yeah, like oh, my uncle's a coroner in Cairns. He's done so many fucking autopsies of children being cut out of crocodile stomachs. Jesus. That's a real fucking thing. And people's dogs. So many dogs. So many dogs. Like just, they go down to the, the, the watering yeah, hole. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. get hit with a croc. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's so the point I guess I'm trying to make is like, when you, you get direct democracy, it should be people that... It's kind of like, it affects their fucking life. And then you just... If you're not 
inter- if you're living in the Melbourne CBD and you work for an advertising agency, like you probably just don't have a, a horse in that race. Yeah, you so got, you're just you just not going to... no idea. Yeah. So you go to a system like that, the people that it affects, it affects and then they fucking vote on it. And then if it is something that does affect the mass population, like mining and oil rigs and offshore like then fucking everyone get together and everyone have your voice heard well it's almost like the gay marriage vote like who should be voting on that probably gay people 100 you know what i mean like hey should you guys be able to get married yeah yeah all right done cool whatever you know i guess there's sort of things that should just be changed automatically with that type of stuff but i mean with the bindi Irwin thing here's the question she's trying to stop um crocodiles being killed but people don't talk about what she does against the stingray populations. I wonder if, if there's She's been a, a genocidal maniac a when vendetta. it comes to st- <laughs> An absolute vendetta. She's just up on like just ridges above the water with like two like Uzis. Just standing on the deck of a fucking yacht. Straight heli fishing her and Bob out the fucking Dude. Oh my God. Like straight fucking Rambo. Like They've got those big, like the javelins that the Russian army's been using in the Ukraine. Just picking up a heat signature of a big fucking stingray <laughs> swimming through the water. <laughs> They're like fucking Moby Dick style. Yeah. Just fucking straight harpooning these motherfuckers. The poor fucking stingrays. Uh, Jesus Christ. Fuck. Well, I'm, I'm team to, croc. Yeah, fuck them. I, I, I tell you what though, I'm against um when when people like get hit, like they get bitten by a great white mm. and people are like, oh man, you've got to save the great whites, you know. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck them if you bite a human you're dead alright if, you're uh, if you lived if that great white lived in the bush like this giant monster scrawling around you just wouldn't go to the bush though would you would you not send the army in after that thing <laughs> yeah yeah if this giant like a great white how big is a great white this whole room yeah yeah or maybe not as big but quite big quite fuckers. big if that was walking around in the hinterland you know yeah and taking out bushwalkers you wouldn't say hang on hang on that's his home. That's yeah, his home. Yeah. You're entering his home. No. You go out and you send Bindi Irwin up there with a harpoon. Yeah. She'd pull the dead ra- stingrays off it and she'd fucking take out that giant monster that's patrolling around killing people. Uh, if I, can you imagine like the harpoon stack of just like would, all the stingrays you can fit on one fucking you know harpoon? Those, you know when they make those like spins of potatoes? <laughs> that's exactly what it looked like. Can we pull up yeah, one of those what, spins of what are they called? The potato spin thing? You know, what uh, are that's I, exactly what was on my fucking brain. This is what I'm thinking. Potato um oh, what do you call it? Fried potato skewer. Stick. Potato, potato skewer. skewer. Um this is what Bindi Irwin is doing. Straight up, dude. There we go. Potato twister. That is straight up fucking. There you go. That's Bindi. That's in Bindi Irwin's fucking oven right now. <laughs> Can you imagine if she has like an art installation in her like fucking place and just like the entrance and you rotate it? Oh, she's got. Fucking she's disgusting. got the. Um, she's got one of the eyes of the stingray that killed her dad, <laughs> yeah, like Chubbs like does. Chubb Peterson. But I got that bastard's eye though. Uh, hey, my uncle actually did the fucking autopsy. Of Chubbs? No, of uh, Irwin. Oh, wow. Crazy shit, yeah. Yeah, my uncle was the coroner up in Cairns for fucking forever. That's how I know, like, the whole crocodile thing, you know? Was there any jokes told, like... Dude, apparently... Crocky. Apparently, they fuck. It was, like, gnarly, dude. I, th- I remember, like, where I was. So do I. I was down in a cul-de-sac near my house. Crazy. And someone told day, me. Eh? I was like, oh, wow, really? Yeah. So what, what happened... 
don't they um because everything was on i fucking don't even know if i should be talking about this but everything was on video so they filmed the entire fucking thing yeah and then uh they burned the tape really yeah so it's gone apparently um apparently they watched it and then burned it well they would have just been filming and it would have just been another fucking day in his life just, and he's just every other day he pulls it out because that was apparently the whole thing he it got him in the heart and he pulled it out and apparently he's supposed to leave it in but if you're someone and you're panicking and you're like fuck that's yeah, the natural yeah. reaction like get this fucking foreign object out of me it makes complete sense and you know all jokes aside fucking national treasure everyone loved oh, him everyone loved him yeah. absolute legend right one of the best humans of all time yeah like he's Dalai Lama level he is he is and like I hope they're going around to just find kids who love Crocs and just naming them Steve Irwin like yeah, Dalai Lama yeah. but I was so shattered when that happened I was, Dude. my heart was broken yeah um, so he pulls it out and they're filming they're like yeah we better keep filming we gotta film everything you know this yeah. is just he's just got an injury let's film it goes into goes into shock goes into cardiac arrest dead yeah crazy man and it happens quick man yeah that type of shit we were leaving a show the other day in um in Ballarat and there was a car crash we think it was a car we don't really know but there was a dude and we heard about it we saw all the sirens we went out we drove past and there was a guy getting hit with a not a defibrillator but like a compression Mm. uh, machine just out in the front may have died I'm not sure I hadn't heard anything but that shit happens so fast like someone can just be doing their thing and yeah. then they're dead, yeah. gone. It's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, the I was I'd only just left school. I was like seventeen or eighteen, I think, and I was actually working for the council. I was fucking literally my job was to get a massive whippersnipper and just walk alongside the highway. And Slasher. Yeah, straight up, just yeah. eight hours a day, and then we we were literally pulling in to the um to the depot, and I'm just like sitting in the back, fucking chilling with these random cunts that have worked for the council forever it was just like the most depressing job in the world yep and then that come on triple j news and we were probably five kilometers away from like where he was at the time i was just like what the fuck mm. it was such a trip dude but he was massive especially up where we lived yeah just because there is uh, it blows me away i've been talking about this more and more recently just how foreign the idea of crocodiles are to like mm. the average Australian. And to us, it was just like a massive part of our life was worrying about crocodiles, like being safe around those areas. And just like, we grew we used to go bush a lot. So it was like, it was just like a thing that you were just constantly dealing with. You On know? this topic, please keep talking. I'm going to pull something up and show you. Um, crocs up north people just don't get it nah bro they don't fucking get it people just don't understand it like we were up there um and i'll have to fucking swipe through to find this on my my uh, youtube channel i'll 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 tell you what it is uh in a minute but we went up there did um, you go to green island no this is uh between townsville and cairns yeah right so a town called fucking something um where is it cardwell oh here it is uh it's Called it's on my YouTube, my second YouTube channel, Little Buttsman, called Swimming with Crocs. Mm-mm. Um, now, Rones. if you can, can pull you that, up, that up, Swimming with Crocs, Little Buttsman, L I L Buttsman. Um, now, this um, this was tour manager Kai. Yeah. Right now, Kai sounds like a psycho. Kai is a psycho. Now he claims that I told him to do this. 
I definitely didn't. It no. Is... You definitely didn't stop him. <laughs> so that's Kai there. Now if we... Hey, that's me. Wow. What, now a, we are, what a beard. What a guy. So if we skip along down the bottom to... Hey, Dixon. Uh, to where... Go down the bottom and just sort of like scroll along and I'll, I'll tell you where to... Keep going, keep going. Uh, so we were... We were we did a show in that's in Townsville and there's a dog that tried to attack Claire. Uh, uh, we went to a cave system that was really cool and then I think it's after this we go to a town. Um, keep going, keep going. Sorry, 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 sorry. Dixon, you spraying yourself? You going well? <laughs> so there's Townsville. We're leaving Townsville and this is uh, where we were going. So we should come up here. Cardwell, that's what it was called. Yeah, you know Cardwell. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. This is Cardwell. Uh, no, it's not. This might not even be the right video, but it should be. Uh, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. There it is. Go there. Go to there. Okay. So this, see. Oh, nah. See, you Warning. Just, yeah. I said to him, don't go in. A chung means danger. Yeah. So there's me. Look at these fucking, look at that what body. An, what an eagle. What a guy. Fucking this is Kai. Kai's jumps in. Fuck this. So we said to this guy, we said, mate, uh, you know, should we jump in there? And I said, don't do it. And the cameraman, uh, Connor, he's like, no, nah, do it, do it. Uh, or he may have said that. I don't know. I may be paraphrasing. Uh, <laughs> or I may be putting words in his mouth. And so we got heaps of hate about going in there. I didn't go in there. This is people were blowing up about Kai doing this. And then we got this message from a week later saying that um, they had spotted. So look, jumping off this fucking thing. He did it so many times. And then we got a message the week later of footage from that. Um, oh, wow, good footage from that actual joint with this giant, three or four meter long um, saltwater. Plenty crocodile. enough to eat you. Saltwater, yeah, it would be yeah, saltwater. Yeah. This salty, giant thing swimming there. Yeah, yeah. And I sent it to Kai, and we were like, "Fuck, mate! Like that's crazy." That is insane. I wonder if the footage is on there too. But it was just like, I was so unbelievable. I was just, it was unbelievable. It's so hard to explain to people. So we we um, we ride bikes from Cairns to the tip of Australia yep. and back. We just ride out of my uncle's garage. Takes about 10 days to do it. We always have a bunch of mates fly in from all over Australia. And the last time that we did it, there was me and my buddy from Melbourne and uh, we're fucking cruising along. We pull up for a piss. And there's like this giant, giant saltwater lagoon just covered in lily pads. It is as crocodile territory as, yeah. it, as it ever gets. And there's basically would be one big male in there and then 100 females, like 50. Really? Just, yeah, okay. like it could be a, any number of females basically, right? And so, and there's there's... That's just a fact. There's 100% that's exactly what that is. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I pull up for a piss on the tree, well away from there. And then my mate Thatcher's like, fuck yeah, how good is this? And he walks up and I was like, oh, don't go too much closer. Like, you know, he's a couple meters. And then he walks up and just starts pissing in the fucking thing. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, bro, pinch it, crimp it. You got to fucking, you got to bow. Like start walking backwards. And then he just, it did not, he didn't take it seriously. I'm just like, bro. You have no fucking idea. It's just like, it's done. Yeah. I'm not going in there to get you. No one's going in there to get you. are never coming out. Like, you're fucked. Why, why so risk it? Fucked. Oh, dude. The people don't think it's like as gnarly as it is. This is a, this is a dinosaur. Uh, it's a dinosaur, yeah. If, if, if you go down, it, just to the next video, sorry, um, there should be one, uh, what's it, fuck? It's called 
breaking my tour manager's hand, breaking my manager's hand. I don't know if you want to go on to that. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just the footage of the crocodile. Oh, really? Breaking my manager's hand, uh, little buttsman. He, he fucking punched a tree and we tried to break these we're in a pine forest I broke it because I'm a mad gun because you're massive and he broke his fucking hand it was Ugh. hilarious uh, go to 5 minutes and 50 seconds so this is down south in Victoria um, yeah just there will do so we're talking about this is the hospital when he got his cast on there he is oh no dickhead uh, I've done that before really yeah so, punch my punch my principal's door on the way out of being suspended. So this is him, and then uh, here's the footage of what someone sent us during that week of uh, that. Look at the size of that. That's in that area. So fucking crazy, eh? And we are, we asked a fisherman. Thank you. We asked a fisherman who was there. Like, is there any crocs around here? Yes. Nah, mate. Nah, there's no crocs around here. And then they sent us that, and I was like, and even Claire, she went and put a feed in. And I was blowing up. I, I sound like such a fucking abusive husband. I think I was like, do not go in that water. I like full cracked it. I said, like, do not. And that's why. Because it was a fucking giant crocodile getting around. What? what? Sonia fucking Horner has blocked me on Facebook, you bitch. Sonia Horner. Oh, there's this fucking... Um, there's this politician near where we live. And she's a local member for that area. And she was at a, uh, this greyhound racing meet. And you I, got greyhounds, right? I got greyhounds. Yeah. I fucking hate it. I yeah. hate that shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Because it's man's best friend. Yeah, yeah. It's and, pretty weird. And so Rosie, uh, our dog, who's a little darling. Shout out, Rosie. Shout out to Rose. She's Ten, listening. 10,000 followers on Instagram. She's doing well. <laughs> you know, she um, was treated like shit. She was a bleeder. So they would, you know how they do blood doping in sport? No. So, they, so what they do... Well, yeah, but not in greyhound context. Yeah, so in cycling, they would pull out... Uh, drain your blood well not drain your blood but pull out a big fucking pint of blood they'd sort of get all the red blood cells however they do that centrifuge that type of thing and then put it back into you so the red blood cells allows you to oxygenate uh, the blood more yep. which gets to the muscle which means that you'll be able to perform at a which means Lance wins yes exactly like if you're not cheating you're not cycling basically yeah, yeah. so they did this with Rosie because she wasn't big enough to race so they were on a weekly basis just draining her of blood that's crazy this is a dog like this is your best friend right she if you touch her ears she screams because someone's grabbed her and fucking breathed her like that she's got a tattoo inside of her ear where they've tattooed her they've got just the she's not riddled with injuries but she's got a lot of arthritis and stuff like that and she just doesn't trust anyone because she's been abused yeah this is a this is a person's this is my daughter we're talking about uh, Claire's parents uh, they have Gracie who was another rescue that we got from the pound up in Newcastle um, and uh, she was pumped full of steroids. And this is what happens with these dogs. They get pumped full of steroids. And dogs often die because they have uh, natural causes, cancers. You see a lot of dogs with yeah, yeah. Uh, big growths on them when they get a lot older. This is what happens when you pump a dog with steroids. These growths that will grow from like a young age and get bigger and bigger until they die, you know, 14 years old or whatever, they, they increase the rate of growth. Yeah, yeah. Just like they increase that the rate of muscle. That happens in humans too, right? Exactly. Yeah. So she had bone cancer and and then she was running around one day having a great time. Her femur explodes. Oh, because there's a tumour in it. Explodes, yeah. Uh, so much so it sounded like a gunshot going off. Oh. She's screaming, nearly died, the whole thing. They had to chop a leg off. Like it was just hectic. Fuck. And this all comes from the greyhound racing industry. I'm not against gambling. I... 
I think that it's great that you're allowed to gamble in a free society. Just bet on the UFC. Just bet on people, mate. Yeah, yeah. Just bet on people. Yeah. I hate that shit. Because they, um, they have a choice. They have a choice. And it's I know like, like horse racing, I, I sort of don't love that either. But at least these are thoroughbred horses that are worth 60K, $122 million, whatever they are. And you're going to treat them pretty well. Yeah, Dogs yeah. are a dime a dozen. Yeah. You know, there's that ABC report a couple of years ago on um, Four Corners where they just find these mass graves of greyhounds. These are people's best friends. Mm. Like these dogs and people are like, oh, they love to run. When, when they want to run, yeah, like yeah. any Sometimes other dog. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they don't, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah it, it, and anyway, so this... Is there any, is there any like, push to, uh, like, I guess... Ban it. Yeah, ban that uh, shit. Mike or... Baird was the Premier of New South Wales a couple of years ago. He pushed it pretty hard. He, he came out and announced it. Yeah, right. He said, we're going to ban it. Fuck, good on him. Then he backflipped. Yeah. So whoever, whoever's calling the shots there, this is the premier, this is the leader, he got scared and backflipped. So there's Fuck, big there's money in that shit. money in it, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, this Sonia Horner, or whatever fucking name is, she goes and, and starts talking about, you know, what a great thing it is for Newcastle and this area here. Is it big in Newey? Not, not really. Like it's not like a just normal. It's just pretty normal, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's like anywhere else. It's banned in Florida. I found out today. Really banned in Florida. They got guns and and <laughs> that's you know, the weirdest thing in AK Florida. AK forty sevens, but hey, good on them. But they're not. Uh, they're not going to have fucking. Uh, not going to abuse a dog. So at least they yeah, got some it's some somewhere. moral standpoint. But anyway, she's talking about how good it is, how wonderful it is, and I'm no doubt that there are greyhound trainers that yeah. look after their dogs. But the industry itself is not a beautiful thing it's Mm-mm. not no. I know it's how you make money and that's great that you can you know feed your family but find another way to fucking do it yeah yeah alright shut the fuck up and find another way to do it taxi drivers had to do it when Uber came along exactly adapt and overcome and stop abusing your dogs you cunts anyway um, so I basically just blew up at her today and Sick. and I'm going to find a way to get her out of fucking office at her next election she's fucking found an enemy and that's me <laughs> <laughs> she blocked you Fuck her. I hate her. I already hate yeah, her. Pull up yeah, a picture of her, Ryan. Yeah. What's it? Hang on, let me get a name before we fucking just... <laughs> pull up some random chick and be like, fuck this chick. Uh, if, you go, you if you go to my yeah. uh, Facebook page, I shared it. Yeah, that's just fucking weird. It, you, and you are right. There'd be some great people in there and there's probably a little bit of industry around it, but it's just like, fuck, we probably just don't need it. Yeah, I... Unless there's some like crazy regulations you know what I mean it yeah. becomes like a heavily regulated thing and then maybe you encourage like some good people I guess there we go oh she deleted I think she oh no there it is Sonia Horner MP so that's not her that's just a lady with a dog and this is some that's her in the in the the uh, black coat oh okay I was gonna say that one of the creams seems like a nice lady yeah the other one doesn't look as, as man, nice man I don't know I like she might this is the problem like she might think that she's and Nolsey was there so you know it's a good fucking fucking good time you know they've got their fucking uh, who said something to me the other day where they were like yeah fucking had Shannon Noel at the party and I was just like how is that a claim right now so uh, last night Newcastle hosted the world's richest greyhound staying race at the Ladbrokes Gardens Newcastle Greyhounds this is a massive coup for our region is it is Ooh. it really a fucking dog race the winner Miss Ismac Ismay took home 500k 500k okay did, did she take home did the dog take yeah, it home you split it with the pup 
Thank you, Newcastle. Uh, New South Wales. Uh, sorry, Greyhound Racing New South Wales in the Gardens who put on a great night. The place was packed for the big race with Shannon Noel performing in the crowd. He took time from the strip club where he kicked off. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I, I know that not all these people are abusing dogs. That's not what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. I just think as a whole, when you put money involved, you put money into a betting on a, a dog to perform, I just, I can't do it because it's, it's, it's man's best friend. Mm. I've got this dog. Rosie and Littlefoot, my other my other greyhound, who do everything with us, and we treat them like children, and yet you've got these people who, you know, if they don't perform, they'll not these people here, but other people who will hit them over the head with a hammer mm. and kill them because they're not performing. It's pretty fun. Man, up I reality. can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, you'd have to show me for me to be on board with it in any way. You spent this bad boy You're too, right, I think. You're um, right. For me to be on board in any way, shape, or form, you'd have to just show me some, like... You'd have to do the full North Korea media tour. Yeah. <laughs> where they just show you, like, the, the fake fruit and shit. Yeah. But, you know, like, take us for a walk. Look how happy they are. Just uh, And it's got to be random. And it's got to be, you know, like, completely unannounced. Just fully take us through, show us everything. And then if it, like, looks, you know, like it's above board, then yeah. maybe. But, like, you see the, the photo there with the, the muzzle on. Mm. Like, this is ridiculous. These dogs aren't violent creatures. That's it's so weird too, right? Because that creates such a a, a weird thing. Because I remember being a kid and being super scared of greyhounds, so like when I was young, you know. But we, then you kind of grow up and you're like, it's just a fucking dog. We were walking uh, with Rosie when we first got her, and if you go to the main post in the comment section, my comment will be the top comment because I'm a mad dog. Um, I put up a photo of uh, of uh, open her up. It, it should have a couple of... Um, it, I think her post's got a 1,000 likes and mine's got like 800 or 600 or something. She might have deleted it. Um, keep going down. There's a photo of Rosie and I in there, um, hopefully, somewhere, unless it's been deleted. She probably has deleted, yeah. Or it might be on... Um, it might be on my page. Anyway. Um, and it's just like... Like, Rosie's a little nana sort of thing. Um, yeah, it is on there. Um but that's that's her. Yeah, she's just a little darling. Yeah, and and the fact that these these dogs are put down when they're not performing, not by these people that are here, by others. Yeah, right? yeah. Let's, that's not not what I'm saying. I just think it's it's not on, and yeah. it's and it's it's all this cash involved with gambling and all that type of stuff that is causing politicians to play by those rules. Mm. Like you can't say that that Mike Baird decision wasn't from someone calling the shots. A hundred percent. Like it has to be, right? Yeah. Because he can't backflip on that. He came out and said how bad it was, the industry, and then two weeks later he's like, no, no, it's, no, a, we're good. it's, it's good. It's I a good place. Changed my mind. I Come checked, on, mate. I checked it out. The math adds up. I, I, this is all. Like, I've got no evidence of this, but surely someone yeah. in there is. It quacks going, like a duck, though. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, so, the, that's where to fucking come back to the whole voting on your phone thing. Yeah. Like direct democracy. Like, let's say everyone's got the fucking app on their phone, and then you've got to read. You've got it. It's like you know those terms and conditions where you can't like go to the next thing until sure. you read it. Yep. You got to read the four, or like the left side. And then you got to read the right side. Yep. You got to click your way through, and then you got to answer some questions showing that you kind of semi understand the left side yep. and then the right side, and then bang, you get your vote. How the fuck do you pay off everyone? Like you get that one guy. There's it's mm. so easy to buy one corrupt one politician, politician one police or two officer, one or one party or infiltrate by don't like the NRA by just donating. That's the perfect example of this. 
Biden going like, what's it going to take for us to get rid of these guns? It's like, you're the fucking president. Was that Bill Clinton? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I just tried to do my best like dopey old American yeah, dude. I, um, but you know, like that know. goes to show the fucking power that they come, like that Money NRA talks, Money has talks. more. So, and I think that you look at like a, a mining fucking like Rio Tinto, right? So they want to start a new mine or some shit. They can't just bribe two or three politicians or one party. They've all of a sudden got to bribe all of Australia. Hmm. So we just get here and we say like, huh, make it worth it. Yeah. What are you going to do for us, bro? Yeah. You want this fucking new contract? It's going to be worth billions and billions and billions of dollars. Come on. Yeah. Hook it up. And like all the people that were really negative to what I posted about it um, was just, they all looked the same. Just fucking drongos. Yeah. Just blokes who are fucking, like, well, fuck, I like betting on the dogs. Yeah, but fuck, it's good to go to the dogs. It's good to go to the dog races, mate. I like the you dog races. fucking titty bar going at fucking, fucking on Thursdays. Go and bet on the, how about you pay your mortgage first, then <laughs> fucking come and talk to me, you dumb cunt. Anyway, uh, it, it pissed me off this morning, but it, it is what it is. Yeah, it that's the like a unique position that you're in where you would have to deal with so much bullshit, but you also do have the chance to affect some change yeah. like you actually can create some momentum with certain things some and real change in the world I, I, I'm i not being silly like it's it's true no, well, you know? look at what Friendly Geordies did oh man dude that's massive right massive but how's they got fucked by that whole Google thing the other day yeah I've got I'm that not, ain't good I'm filming a video on that tomorrow Um, that ain't good no, that's, I don't, that's I don't very know that, bad. That's bad for like everybody. Yeah, when that happens. And 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 as far as uh, what I said before about Sonia, I take it all back. She's a great person, a beautiful human being, and <laughs> I uh, do as well. Don't sue me. This show is completely uh, com- satire. Completely satire. Um, this isn't even real Red Bull. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's all pretend. Uh, go the dogs. Woo. Um, yeah, weird. Super fucking weird, weird, man. Like Google just went no. But the Australia did some weird shit with like Facebook too. Yeah, with the whole, uh, you you need to pay us more or, or something like that. Yeah, with like the whole ad, uh, the news stuff that. that and then came they cut, they took all the ad, uh, all the news sites down, which was really fun. Bizarre, mm. dude. What's the Australian government up to? Some weird shit going on. Well, they they smell like they've lost control. Mm. They've lost control of pushing whatever they want to push. When you've got a country like Australia where Rupert Murdoch runs the news yeah yeah allegedly uh at the vast majority of it and you know you can see it like and i saw it personally when when um when my old man retired from rugby league he ran the players association which was a union for rugby league players wow i didn't know that and he got he got hammered by news limited every day in every paper that they were involved in hammered yeah uh, because they were trying to push this narrative that he was a piece of shit. Yeah. Dirty unionist, all this type of stuff. Um, and this is just what happens with politics. If you have the power of the press in your back pocket, then you know that you can push whatever narrative you want. 100%. And that's dangerous, particularly in Australia. You know, we've only got 20 million people here. And we've only got, mm. let's say, four or five news outlets that people even care about. And if most of them are owned by one person, that's not good. Mm. That's not good. Uh, so... You know, we we and then if there's now, I guess a legal precedent for because like what Friendly Geordies did was incredible, man. Like there was some real fuckery going on, Mm. and then he had the audacity and the tenacity to actually yeah figure it out and follow it through, and then he ended up fucking getting a result, like a legitimate he influenced politics. Mm fucking powerful man he put out a video last week about the fixated persons unit how they wanted to sweep 
Barilaro's house after he was there and made that video. They spent twelve thousand dollars. That's what they were going to spend on sweeping the house for bugs. And it's like, mate, you've got this is an Airbnb that anyone can, yeah, yeah. you know, hire for a couple of thousand dollars a weekend, and you want to sweep it for for bugs with money from the government you know taxpayers money so it's just a whole and even this oh, I don't know the whole thing's fucked politics just does my fucking head in like even Albanese I like Albo I don't mind him you know I know he's jerking off fucking or getting jerked off by Justin Ardern as <laughs> but we said human. earlier but he's human he's got a dick and it needs <laughs> ramen and now he goes and pays the French 800 million dollars to say I'm sorry about the whole the submarine subs, deal yeah. did we need 90 billion dollars worth of submarines don't know I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think we definitely did. Do we? Do we have like the ability to actually, you know, utilize submarines from a country that's so far away from everywhere else? Maybe. Maybe mm. there's issues in the South China Sea that we need to send some submarines in. But then everyone will freak out because they don't want nuclear power. All right? How's the just the? This is, I guess, the general problem here. People think that the nuclear submarines are things that are just like gonna be firing off nukes left and center. No, they run, run on nuclear, nuclear power. Okay, that's just we're, we're not we're not buying. This isn't fucking uh, Austin Powers. We're not no. buying submarines and freaking laser beams. Nuclear, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? it's nuclear. like even there's just a fucking problem that the average yeah. person just like doesn't even know that. No. And then you see headline nuclear fucking subs yeah and then everyone panics and yeah, freaks it's like, out when I need to buy it it's like oh my god what the fuck are you doing the whole nuclear thing I'd love to see nuclear energy it's the it makes the most sense it's like you want clean power that's your power just use this little bit of shit that just like runs yeah. forever and sure it might you know fucking ruin the environment it's in for the next hundred thousand years put it in Broken Hill yeah put it in a couple <laughs> weird places where no one goes no one goes we got fucking eaves of it that's no, all of Australia no one lives there all of Australia Dude, that's the thing. Like, I lived in America for eight years. I went to fucking almost all of it. I was just like, this is just Australia that no one lives at. Yeah. Like, this is where... It's the same size. Yeah, this is where we don't live. And you all live in, like, this shit. All of California. All of Arizona. All of Nevada. All of Utah. Yep. That's Australia where no one lives. Yep. It's fucking bizarre. Australia is the same size as the mainland America and the population of LA plus some immigrants live there yeah. live in Australia that's the craziest part well, dude can man, you we were just there it's fucking it's a, it's a different place I'll tell you that much different all of the whenever I used to get asked all the time by people like oh what's the main differences between here and America I'm just like 300 million people so yeah. many fucking people yeah. because that is like Australia's fucking weird with 25 million 10x that shit yeah and some and that's why you and see you've just so got the many... craziest weirdest shit of all time yeah in Australia we might have if we've got 26 million people we might have 10 potential Hitlers yeah how many Hitlers are there or how many fucking Kim Jong-uns are just hiding in their parents basement like that's concerning and there's not enough of them to like congregate and make it a thing yeah you know like 10 dudes get together there's just 10 fucking weirdos yeah but yeah, you 10x that with America and you've we, actually got some weird our, people that can do some shit. Our first day in New York, there was that subway shooting that recently happened. Oh, I didn't even hear about that one. Yeah, well, you don't. Like, this is too much. But we got on the subway and I said to my mate who we were meeting up when we were getting off, uh, you know, this is our first time riding the subway in New York. You know, it's a bit bit of a nervous sort of thing. You've never done yeah, it before. Yeah. Um, and I said to him, oh, we're going to go jump on the subway now. We lose reception because we're in the subway. And... Uh, and then he rings me like five times and I ring him I'm like, what's wrong 
he goes, oh, there was a subway shooting in, in Brooklyn. And I was like, fuck. oh, fuck, really? Like, which was like four or five stops away from us. And that don't matter. No, it's certainly Still in the scary. same tunnel, G. And then that next day, we're on the subway again, and it was pretty quiet. No one wanted to go on it. But I was like, fuck, what's the chances? Uh, what's the chance of another terrorist attack in New York? Uh, uh, super high, bro. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. So I jump on the, on the subway. And like on the subway with was us. your fucking tool manager with you? He was just literally trying to get his yeah. shot. There was, um, there was, uh, no, he wasn't. And then it was just Claire and I, a family with a stroller, uh, some very homeless man down the end who and was just thirty fifteens probably. It probably. And uh, what about that kid in Texas? He had like ten grand worth of ammunition. Is that right? <sighs> Someone said that the other day. So I don't know how that happened. Anyway, and then yeah, he just bought it. That's how that happens. But how you just buy it? How no, you ten thousand dollars? It's legal. No, but I know, but how does he... He's 18 years old. How does he have 10 grand? Crypto. <laughs> Ronan has Dogecoin. He's 19. But do you have 10 grand to spend on ammo? Ammo? Not yet, eh, bud? Which doesn't, doesn't mean that he won't. <laughs> so anyway, he... Um, we're on the subway and we're riding along and then an announcement comes over. Oh, fuck all this. Right? Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah, announcement comes over. And it's just, someone just goes, fuck her in the pussy. (laughs) Were you just fully expecting like some... That was all they said. So then we stop and then uh, a couple of people get on. so good. A couple of people get on and this is where everyone panics. So we've all heard the fuck her in the pussy. That was it. We've all heard that. And then these guys get on and then the the driver of the subway goes, um, or the train goes uh can we have the police to the rear carriage we have intruders uh-huh. so all these people are like oh fuck christ and they all like run off and we're just like yeah it's just kids yeah someone's yeah. just got a hold of the microphone at the back so anyway we go along to the next um the next fucking stop and the lights go off in the I, subway in the subway which i don't know if you've ever experienced that is terrifying you can't see a thing and everyone's like oh shit oh shit the lights are off this is it and this it's is happening. it it's all over and then the, the loudspeaker goes over again they're like fuck her in the pussy <laughs> <laughs> and we were like oh, okay we're safe we're safe that is so that's not a lower up. bar. we're fine alright oh. that's gonna be alright you hear that then you're fucking worried yeah you're but, in some real trouble but nah man America was cool but it was a bit uh, bit sketchy I found the red the red states were the best the re- yeah okay Texas and Florida had yeah. a great time New York maybe it's just New York and LA LA, LA was a shithole Really? Just the I've worst. I've been there in years now. The worst people. Fuck. New York was cool, but it's a typical capital city. Like, you know, it's the Big Apple, the city that never sleeps, fucking all that shit. Uh, crazy people everywhere. Like, the amount of mental illness that is there is insane. Like, it's you just can't. It's all there for you to see. Like, you there's can't nowhere go, for it to be. Exactly. You can't go 10 minutes without seeing someone yelling at themselves. Oh, it's gnarly, eh? And, and, I, and I look at that. And you look at all these gun problems and you think, okay, there's a connection here. Yeah, There's yeah. absolutely a connection here. And if you're in America, and you know, for your American listeners, I don't know how spot on this is, but it's this is roundabout. It is tough to get into a doctor. It's tough to get treatment. It's expensive and people just don't do it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, honestly, like, we're, and we got a lot of American listeners and I fucking love America, did a lot for me. Yep. But in terms of just like objectively looking at it, most of America is almost a third world country mm. and I, and I've been through all of it I've mm. probably been through more of America than most Americans yeah like I've driven across the country multiple times th- on look diff- at Skid Row man how does that exist bro 
People don't get it, eh? It's right there. And apparently that skid row is just like most of downtown LA now. Yeah. Downtown LA, you just... I went there a couple times. I actually did a shoot with Vern Troyer. At, really? At, yeah, yeah. In downtown LA. It was one of wow. the only times I was ever there. And I remember how fucking sketchy it felt yeah. and then i saw a few concerts like there was always some like saw riffraff there which yeah, was right. fucking pretty Sick. dope yeah but uh but yeah you just get in there i was actually telling roans when we were in barcelona i was like man i used to just run bulk red lights i never ever stopped at red lights when Fair. i was in downtown la or when we had a, a sponsor for the team that was in compton I used to just run red lights and comp. It's like so fucking real. It's sketchy. But as then everywhere the, you go. the crazy part of it though. So I live, I moved around a fair bit, but one of the last places I lived was this place called Playa Vista, which is kind of right near LAX, Santa Monica, mm. Venice. And Rosecrans Avenue was one of the, we were a couple of streets off Rosecrans, right? Multi squillion dollar address. If you live in on that part of Rosecrans. But then that same Rosecrans just goes all the way into Compton. So you've just got this one fucking road. Mm. If you follow that thing for 15 miles, you are getting like into a war zone. Yeah. And then if you go 15 miles up this way, multi, multi squillion dollars. You may as well be in the Ukraine. It's cr- Yeah, for real. We landed in LAX in the morning and then we got on the um, the bus, whatever. And then it, it's such a uh, culture shock when you land in America because it goes from, you've been in Australia, everyone's polite nice LAX is the worst and then you dude. land and you're just like oh fucking it's just what crazy. did I do it's just, yeah it's insane do I smell like what yeah. the fuck and we went straight from our hotel we we wanted I whenever I go somewhere overseas I always stay awake until nighttime their time yeah yeah and then that sort of helps me beat the um yeah. the jet lag log yourself on day one yeah that's it so we walked we did like 20,000 steps day one we went down to Santa Monica and walked along there and it was just like within five minutes we'd seen a hundred homeless people someone smoking a crack pipe when we landed and drove to the airport like just smoking a crack pipe and then just a nude woman like an old homeless lady just nude showering in the in the in the public showers outside at the beach that people used to just get sand and salt water off them just nude with the biggest bush and that made me <laughs> made that video about uh why i hate bushes <laughs> dude i saw when Rones, when we're in uh pull up a bush <laughs> when when we're in uh oh, oh yeah just just open up the Dickie's door he's got you're a good. gernzo coming no you're all right <laughs> just in that kitchen area just like yeah yeah um when we were in uh what what where did we stop in the morning we stopped there oh when we we're at perth airport we we're flying back from perth the other day I saw a chick that had hairier legs than me. Gross. Like, for, I, you know, when your mum's like, don't stare, it's rude. Fuck, I was rude. Yeah. I could not. I was behind her in line. So my eyeline was kind of like acceptably yep. just looking like no shit. Longer and curlier yeah. than your arms. And I, I know that it's natural. Hectic. I don't care. <laughs> sort that shit out we've moved right. on we've moved past we wear it. clothes yep chicks wear g-strings they try not to be super fat and they fucking shave their arms have a go have a go every day i wake up and i do everything i can i brush look, my teeth i brush well sometimes i brush <laughs> brush my hair all right i put gel in it sometimes or you know i try to look me best wear some deodorant wear some deodorant and then you have women. the audacity you women have the audacity <laughs> No, I, you know, do your thing, but fucking get away from me. Hey, do your thing. Just don't expect me Just to fucking fuck try and court you. Get out of me fucking sight. <laughs> it was pretty wild though, like full on. I haven't seen that for so long. Because I, I remember when I was at school, 
and you get to that weird age where the chicks start shaving their legs. Yeah, because they start like... They start figuring it out. Yeah. Like, it kind of gets a little bit long. They're going through puberty. They're dating a kid in year 12, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah year 9, yeah. year 12. But there's like a transition and then it becomes like really a, a, apparent to you that, oh, this is a thing that like girls are supposed to do as they get... Yeah. It's fucking weird and yeah, social conditioning. You, you can... Yeah, it is social conditioning and you can argue that it was built in, bought in by the razor companies to sell more razors and that may very well be it. But... It's here. Hmm. It's here to stay, and this is my hill to die on. Yeah, no, you got to plant some flags <laughs> you every plant now some and again. Greyhound racing and hairy chicks. Nah. Veganism. Veganism. Fuck, get the, nah. Get the fuck out of town. Now, I've got a show here tonight in the Gold Coast, and I have to go back and get changed and yeah, go yeah, out yeah. there and film, and I'd like to thank you for having me on Mate, your show. I really appreciate it. it. Finally, we did it yeah. after all these years of me being a dog. No, no, no. But... Uh, but that, thank you very much. And what you're uh, doing yeah. is great. And you've Appreciate got a great it. show. You're killing it, brother. And, uh, and uh, yeah. Appreciate it, yeah. mate. Fuck I've, yeah, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, any open invite. Any yeah, well, I mean, I'm up here all the time, so yeah. we'll have to do it again. And it's just fun. It's Fuck just enough. fun. Sit down, talk some shit, Fuck get enough. some funny TikToks out of it. Bloody hell. And I need to do a wee-wee. Done. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Thank mate. you, brother. Thank you very much. I'm the best. You. I know I need a wee, too. <laughs>